You're listening to Life Behind the X's and O's on Radio Free Hillsdale 1017. I'm Julius Graber. And I'm Garrett Eisen. Uh, today we have a special guest with us, Jack Shannon, uh, our punter. Thank you for being here, Jack. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, Jack. So per usual, we're going to start you off with some uh, intro questions. So we'd like to know where you're from, what the name of your high school was, and what major you are uh, achieving here at Hillsdale. Um, I'm from Huntertown, Indiana. It's basically Fort Wayne. Um, went to Carroll High School there. Um, majors biology. Uh, now we're going to get into some some other maybe um, deeper questions. So when I first started to get to know you, I I noticed that you were a big Formula One racing fan. How did you become a Formula One fan? Like, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So. From a young age, I've always had four-wheelers and go-karts just on our, in the country, and um, I've always loved the thrill of seeing how fast I can drive them. And uh, a couple years ago, I, like, really started to follow Formula One, and, like, ever since, I just love, like, the technology in the sport and how fast they go. They're just, they're just really cool. So uh, who's your who's your favorite driver in Formula One? Probably Max Verstappen right now. Everyone would probably say I'm a bandwagon, but it's not true because I've been a fan of him for probably like three years now, and he was just okay back then. Yeah, true to the man for sure. <laughs> um, so stemming off of that uh, question a little bit, you also have a mini bike. Um, another. Another automobile hobby of yours. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, this is probably the most redneck thing about me. Uh, it's this little frame for like a... It's basically like a glorified scooter. And I built it myself and I put a little crate engine on it. And it's it's, uh, it's way too fast for how small it is. And uh, it's not road legal. So, But I still... Yeah, I ride it on the road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What is the top speed you get on that thing? It goes 34. Okay. All right. Not too bad. So uh, another thing about Jack is he's not like your normal punter. You know, a lot of people think of punters as just little guys who are not very strong and just kind of walk around on the field. So Jack is really good at lifting, like really big into Olympic lifts. How did you start getting into Olympic lifts? Like, just being a punter, that's not a normal thing, you know? Um, my dad is a physical therapist, so I've always kind of, like, had a, a decent eye for training and, like, being able to utilize um, my more athletic movements and functions in the gym. And uh, I found, like, Olympic lifting, and it's very dynamic movement, and it's, like very pertinent to how dynamic kicking is so like um once i started to understand how the technique worked i really started to excel in that and i it's honestly fun for me i like doing it yeah uh champion in the uh one of the weight classes in the hillsdale liftathon last year was it correct tied 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 for champion yes, but still tied. yeah but that's a punter like that that's <laughs> impressive guys just so you know that's impressive all right, so, um, Jack, you're also a pretty well-faith-based uh, individual. So um, who is an influential leader um, in your faith? And kind of if you would expand on that, I guess. Yeah, I'd say 
uh, one person who's pretty pivotal in that is Dr. Jennings. Uh, I've taken a few courses of his and just talking to him on the sidelines and uh, he does battle chapel for us. Um, he's a great man, has tons of experience, has lived a lot that life has to offer and um, is very wise about how he's lived. So seeing like his, the way that he lives out faith, uh, I find a lot of, um, I really relate to the way that he thinks. So I appreciate him. Uh, maybe heading back to football, um, who would be, I think I know this answer, but I'm just wondering who would be your favorite punter? Who's the guy that you go to and you watch and you love watching? Everyone thinks I'm going to say Pat McAfee. But if we're talking about punting and like technique, it's got to be Johnny Hecker. Okay. I was anticipating Pat McAfee as Me well. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jack. Well, I think that's all the time that we've got for you today. Uh, thank you again for coming over here and doing this interview with us. And uh, as always, we really appreciate everybody that's tuning in to listen to this broadcast. Uh, you've been listening to Life Behind the X's and O's with Julie Graber and Garrett Eisen here on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7. The following is a special presentation of WRFH Sports. First and 10 at the 25 in Dragon Territory. Then two wideouts to his left, two to his right. As I say it, a little bit of a crossing pattern on the right side. He was going right to the post and nobody was anywhere near him. That's a touchdown and this is a tie ball game now. Touchdown for the Hillsdale Chargers. Are you ready? Hillsdale Charger football on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM starts now. here in Frank Muddy Waters Stadium where your home Hillsdale Chargers with a record of 4-5, and 3-2 and two in GMAC play are looking to rebound from a loss against the visiting Kentucky Wesleyan Panthers who are also looking to rebound from a loss themselves, 1-4 in GMAC play. This is Christian Pekdimit alongside Reagan Genschieski calling from the campus of Hillsdale College and it looks like it's going to be an air attack all the way from both teams. It really is. Uh, Kentucky Wesleyan is a passing-heavy team, and we've seen that Garrett Eisen, the quarterback for the Chargers, can throw the ball. He threw for 388 yards just a few weeks ago, so if he lets that thing fly, he has two very talented receivers. I mean, he has more than two talented receivers, but he has Isaac Tesla and Austin Williams, who really can outrun anybody. So that's going to be really interesting to see how Garrett makes use of them today, and I really hope that he chooses to throw that ball. Those combos have been abusing secondaries all game long, all season long. 
and it's it's something where you got to let Ison kind of it's it's a little bit from the sidelines as well where the playbook kind of needs to be opened up for him and he's got to have the confidence to let it fly as well. Julian Lee now out to kick off the opening field goal. The Chargers will defer and receive after the half. And one thing that we I talked about last week with Luke Keller, a good friend of mine, he said it makes a big difference when guys come in and they don't sit on the bench. If they stay on the sidelines and they stay engaged in the game, the Chargers are going to need that energy. It's something that doesn't show up in the stats. Lackey back deep to receive. He's going to call for a fair catch at about the three-yard line, so they're going to start up at the 25. That new rule, of course, a couple of years ago. Any fair catch inside that 25 will just give it to you right there. Uh, try to prevent some injuries on the kick returns. And so that is where the Panthers' offense will set up. It's a little bit interesting. We're going to have to wait and see who's up under center for the Panthers. They've had a real kind of carousel roundabout. Uh, so have there. we. It, <laughs> this is very true. It looks like it's going to be Jay Roberts, who was the starter last week for the Panthers, starting again here, and he's from the gun. He's got two receivers left, two right. In the gun next to him is Dillard. One receiver in motion from the left to the right. The handoff. Dillard takes it along the left side, looking to find an edge. And shoots in there, pulls him down. Gain of nothing at all. Some great tackling. Alex Anschutz really comes out of nowhere. He's a guy you can expect to be all over the field. And I thought that was a great play there by Joe Royer, who just missed the tackle. But the fact that he's able to get by his guy and, and stay with that running back a little bit uh, shows that he's he's working hard back there. I know it's only been one play, but uh, Royer's a player you can always depend on to be there for an extra little weight on the tackle. This time back to pass and up over the head of his receiver into the sideline goes Robert's pass. That was Dianco Wilkerson in the backfield to take the first down handoff. It's now third and 10, very quickly looking for the Chargers to force a three and out. Wilkerson, the backup running back, but in here to start on the opening drive. And it's loud on the sidelines, which I'm sure our mics are picking up, which is makes a huge difference. And they didn't have this last week. I traveled with the team to Ashland, and it was dead and, and quiet and the fans were making more noise than the boys so the fact that they're huge on this third down it, it is going to help fakes the handoff roberts unloads down low and a great tackle deep in that backfield it's going to set up fourth and ten and a quickly forced three and out from the hillsdale chargers defense that is exactly what the doctor ordered that was a great hit and i think that guy turned to look and see felt like he had room maybe couldn't even hear the footsteps and he was tripped up right at his ankles. Sam Zemus made a great tackle almost immediately after the catch. And very quickly, Michael Lackey is on to punt. Is that Foose back there? It does look like Foose. Usually Peroni back deep to receive. This time Foose, they've been alternating. High looping kick. Caught. Oh, dropped at the 50. And it looks like Foose was able to fall on it hmm. right at the Chargers 48 or 49-yard line. Yeah, something to note with Josh Peroni, he has been having trouble with his rib this week. Uh, I was in the training room when he was trying to get it popped into place, and he was trying to tell everybody that it was it was broken, and then it became dislocated, and then it became, oh, now I'm fine, I just want to go lift. You know how Josh is. But he came with a bag of ice to logic and rhetoric class the other day, and I was like, Josh, quit being dramatic. The handoff to Robinson tries right up the middle, Still moving that pile, falls forward for a gain of five or so. Robinson, the handoff on first down. He's a guy that's really hard to bring down. He always has a few extra steps after that initial hit, and I think that's really 
been helpful, especially for the offense, just to have those few extra yards, those few extra inches to get those first downs. Those That backfield of Logan and Jack really seems to always be falling forward for the Chargers. Now from the gun is Ison. He's got two receivers, Tesla and Williams to his right. Robinson again in the gun next to him. Motion on the right side of the line. The give again to Robinson, tries up the middle, nothing doing. And this is a little bit of what we talked about pre-game, is that you got to let Ison get going early with a couple of short passes, but instead back-to-back handoffs, now a long third down. Yeah, and I think those key passes in the beginning of the game are very are confidence boosters, especially for Absolutely. Garrett, um, just to get comfortable, to get the team moving. You get maybe a first down, at least in your first drive, and you're like, okay, we can work on this. We can build. I don't think many people expect you to get a touchdown your first drive. It's just like they don't really expect you to get a hit at your first at-bat. It's kind of like a learning process in that first drive. From the gun, third and six, Ison back to pass, looking deep over the right side. He's got Williams, got a step. Oh, just outside of the outreached arms of Austin Williams. That would have been a touchdown. He had a step on everyone in that backfield. I was surprised the flag wasn't thrown. Looked like he was being held up a little bit. It did look like he was, and that was something that the wide receivers struggled with also at Ashland was being uh, aggressive with the corner, the corners. They just need to hit them more, and they can't come to the sideline and complain like, oh, I'm getting hit. Okay, hit him harder. Um, and another thing, I think, Austin, a lot of those balls are just on his fingertips most of the time, and I'm not sure if that's because the ball is just a little out of reach or maybe he just needs to maybe keep his eyes on it a little bit longer. Shannon, an excellent looping punt, bounces at the four but does go right into that end zone. Jack Shannon, a senior, has been an incredible punter all season long, but that one's going to go for a touchback. Well, it looks like it has helium is in the football when Jack Shannon's (laughs) kicking it. It really blows my mind. And I said punting, I would love to see Jack Shannon go pro, and I know he's thinking about it because punting is one of those things where I feel like you don't have to play at a maybe Division I level uh, because it's something that's so isolated to an individual. Um, And so it would be awesome to see Jack Shannon take that because I feel like he kicks the ball a little bit further than everybody else. That's going to be half the distance on a personal foul on the return team. So I believe that should push him back to the 10-yard line here as the Panthers open up their second drive. And I would agree. I, it, it was incredible in their in their Lake Erie game, the last home game for the Chargers. Shannon had two punts where he literally flipped the field, 15-15. to 15, 70-yard punts is unheard of, even in the NFL, but two of them in one game for Jack Shannon. And that's also true. That's also very helpful, especially for the offense, or, or for the defense, I should say, you know, to maybe make this great play or turnover because I think for the Chargers to be successful, the defense has to score in a game. Roberts gives the handoff to Wilkerson. Tripped up, but not after a gain of seven or so. And they are toting that running game early. A very pass-heavy team, the Panthers are, but not so much early in this game. Dan, just noting something we just talked about, uh, penalties, I did read that uh, Wesleyan, they turn, tend to be a dirty team. I know that was Eisen, one of Eisen's concerns going into this game, but they do draw a lot of penalties, which is something that the Chargers need to use to their advantage. They say they talk a lot of trash on the field, so maybe they can get them a little riled up. A screen to Wilkerson, and quickly, like magnets, the defense gets him in the backfield. A loss of about two or so, and they are really trying to get the ball to Wilkerson in space early. 
but it doesn't seem to be working. I mean, you're picking up a few yards, but it, the Charger guys, I mean, Alex Anschutz, just like we said, came all the way from the right side of the field over to the left side of the field. And I know that's probably expected of him, but he really just makes it look like it's like a, a, a heroic act to get there and make that tackle. Third and three now for the Panthers. Roberts in the gun, two receivers left, two right. Wilkerson in the gun to his right. Takes the snap, looks deep, snapped at the line of scrimmage and picked off by a lineman down to the Charger 11-yard line. We talked about the Chargers scoring. How about a turnover right there? Tipped ball at the line of scrimmage, and it's Chargers ball in the red zone. Joe Royer, someone we mentioned right on the first play of the game, was right there to grab that ball and bring it in. And that's great field position for the Chargers to at least get some sort of points here in the beginning of the game. And we have Ison on the sideline this first down play. Starting from the 11, Foos is in the gun. He's got Robinson to his right, two receivers to his right as well. This is something we've seen a lot in recent games. Just four or five plays out of the game. A little wildcat from Foos. Takes the snap, looks to run it himself over the right side, finds a hole, cuts it back to the center of the field. Still pushing that pile down to the four-yard line before they stop play. It looked like he had several options where to go there, and he just didn't know which one to go. They, it was very quickly these gaps kept uh, being taken away from him, but he made good use of maybe finding the best option right there. Absolutely, and it is now Logan Van Enkevort in the game alongside Ison back in at quarterback. From the gun now, he's got Logan to his right, Williams the lone receiver on his left, Foos and Tesla to his right. Motion from Williams from the left side. Now he's on the right side of the formation. Takes the snap, the give to Logan. Tries the left side, still looking. Taken down at about the three. That's going to set up third and goal. I really just want to see Garrett throw the ball. Absolutely. I, I mean, agree. he had that great pass to Austin, and I don't think that was a mistake, honestly, on Garrett. I think that was in Austin's hands, and he was being held a little bit. So I think Garrett threw it to where Austin was supposed to be. And Garrett now again on the sidelines. Interesting, it's about third and two. They can get a first down at the one-yard line without getting it in the end zone. But Foos again in the Wildcat. Motion from Tim Boyd. Stays on the left side of the formation. Takes the snap. He's going to take it himself. This time he's got a hole. Pushing through. Touchdown Chargers on the board early. Nine minutes remaining in the game. And the Chargers put on six. It's huge for the Chargers to come out right there. That's their second possession of the game to score there. And we said that first possession was a little bit of uh, maybe a learning possession. It looks like the Chargers were able to execute here. And I do think maybe Foose is staying out there a little bit. We do know Garrett is a little banged up. Actually, Garrett told me this week, every uh, every quarterback on the team is injured in some capacity. And I think Garrett might be the least injured of everybody. Also, maybe the keenest with his eyes and passing ability. So I think that might also be maybe a smart move there to kind of conserve Garrett until the end so he can play the whole game. I'd hate to see him go down early and then be left scrambling for somebody else. Julian Lee now on a tough hold there. And it looked like Foose in to hold and a very low snap pulled it off the dirt and still up and good is Lee's kick. 7-0 now. The Chargers over the Panthers early. 
I mean, Lee, no matter what, is such a consistent guy. He had multiple offers to go D1 for soccer, but said he wanted to come play football and kick for the Chargers. And I think that speaks volumes about the Charger football program, as well as Coach Otter, that they're able to pull this kid away from D1 scholarships, which is something many high school kids would not pass up. I know possibly if I was to get a D1 scholarship, that's something I definitely would have considered. And Hilza would have had to give me a lot to come, you know. So that is really impressive that he's here, and I just feel comfortable whenever he has to kick the ball. Absolutely, and he is on the kick again this time for the kickoff, and he's he's really been incredible. He's a, a redshirt freshman, I believe, this year, and has really come on. I don't think he's missed uh, a field goal so far in his career. That's incredible to not miss. I don't want to jinx it. We should probably knock on something. Um, I'm knocking on wood, don't worry, Charger fans. But uh, last week at Ashland, their kicker missed two extra points. And that's a crucial mistake. And, and it gives the team a little bit more of a, just obviously, closer range. But then you don't need as many possessions, Absolutely. especially when they went down as much as they did. End over end kick, bounces at the six and stays there. A great kick from Lee, has to field it. Slips some tackles and down at the 15. Great tackling and a great kick. End over end just stopped dead on the six. The returner was waiting for it to roll into the end zone, but it just took a big charger bounce. Kentucky just looks like they're sleeping right now. And I don't think they're, you know, we did mention, I think they were standing. They might have protested the national anthem. They didn't walk out to their sidelines, which is something that, uh, our team always does. The boys pray, then they come over and do the national anthem, and they actually hung back near the locker room instead of taking the field. Could this be contributing to why they're falling asleep right now? It, it really does look like they just rolled out on the wrong side of the bed. <laughs> Nothing early starting, but that has been an issue for the Chargers as well as consistently all four quarters. Yeah. Roberts takes the snap. Wilkerson tries the left side, picks up two or three. The run game hasn't been doing great for them, but they really just keep going back to it. It's like both teams decided, hey, we're good passing teams. Let's do the opposite <laughs> because that would make a ton of sense. They won't see this coming, but why, why won't you play to your strengths? I feel like that's just a, a rule of life. Chargers have touched the ball twice, scored once, and have thrown only one pass so far. Seems like it's the same way here for the Panthers. Roberts from the gun. They keep playing the spread offense. Two left, two right. Motion from the left to the right. Now a bunch on the right side. Takes the snap. Looks right. Pump fakes. Now he's going to take it himself and tripped up after another gain of about three. It's going to leave third and three for the Chargers defense. I bet that Josh Peroni is just dying to get some action out there uh, and dying to hit somebody. And I think... The safeties are just like, come on, man. Like, what is going on right now? Throw at us. They're, yeah. That's exactly what they want. This is a ball-hawking Chargers secondary, and they're they're waiting to tap one up. We did talk about this in Logic and Rhetoric, believe it or not. We said, Josh, how do you know when you had a good game? And he said, no one will talk to me <laughs> because I didn't do anything wrong. Looks like Arambine now in instead of Roberts in the gun. Takes the snap on third down. The give to Wilkerson. Nothing doing at all. That Chargers D-line stood strong. Fourth down. And Nate Chambers over here on the sidelines. That's been a very instrumental player for the Chargers. Racking up these sacks. And I think he might be considering going and playing. Uh, using his extra year of eligibility in grad school. Possibly at a D1 university. So it's interesting to see him kind of hanging back for these uh, high pressure situations. 
Now on to punt is Michael Lackey. That is, this is the third punt of the second, actually. And back deep, nearly blocked. Looked like they might have gotten a piece of it. Bounces at the 50, down to the 47. Already in Panthers territory for the third time this game, the Chargers start their drive in plus territory. And the ball is just bouncing the Chargers' way, and sometimes that's just what you need in the game, and sometimes that is the difference of the game. I mean, it's twice now in different directions that that ball has stopped dead and taken a huge Chargers roll. Ison now in on first down. This is the first time we've seen him under center. Deep back is Logan. One receiver right, that's Tesla. One left is Williams. Motion to the right side of the formation. Ison the snap, the give. Logan jump stop, tries the right side. Nothing doing there. Maybe a gain of one. And this offense just has not opened up at all for Otterbein and the Chargers. No, and right now you have fullback uh, Nate LaFree out there who's great at blocking and opening up a little bit of areas. And once he hits that block, he's pretty consistent in getting open and looking for maybe a last resort for Garrett. So that's a great person, I think, that to have out there and is to let Garrett throw the ball when he's out there. He is out again on second and eight. Williams motion to the left side of the formation. Ison in the gun. Looks like the Panthers are bringing pressure. They do the give to Logan. Another handoff and another short gain. It's going to set up third and long. And this is actually just about the opposite of maybe what you want to do. You keep putting Garrett in very tough passing situations. He hasn't had a completion yet. He hasn't really had a chance at one because it's been third and long after third and long. And I know Garrett, he had an x-ray on his collarbone this week. And so there, it came back clean. So something is bothering him up in the shoulder area. He got taped up yesterday at the volleyball game. So I don't know if they're also can maybe conserving his arm, but it feels like the wrong time to do so. And overthrown is Tim Boyd by Ison and another fourth down. And this is exactly what we're seeing is tough situations and almost non-convertible situations for Ison. Fourth and sixth now, and Jack Shannon on to punt again, wasting some great field position for the Chargers. You know, if you want to see your offense be successful, you need to put your quarterback in a situation to be successful. And I don't think they can expect uh, consistent, these big completions on third and long if you're not going to let your quarterback maybe throw it a little bit to get comfortable. Shannon now looking to pit back deep. The fake. The punt is faked, and they're going to pick it up. The Chargers running deep into the secondary to the 30, down to the 25. Knocked down at the 24. First down, Chargers. What a huge gamble on fourth down. And all of a sudden, the Chargers are in the red zone. First down. Okay, so maybe that's why Garrett wasn't throwing the ball. I was just about to say I'm a huge Garrett advocate. For You know, I just love a good underdog story. And this is crazy with just how this game is just all over the place and it's what 10 minutes into the game so much has happened and it is still halfway through the first quarter somehow Ison still on that field this time under center jumbo <laughs> package for the Chargers deep back is Hissom takes the snap the give is to Hissom who just bowls ahead still moving that pile Gain of four on first down, going to set up a second and six. He's also a guy, a guy that's great at moving his legs. I know having Mike Herzog out this year with a torn ACL was supposed to be a, he, he was supposed to be a great addition to the running back staff. So I think they've had to pick up a little bit, and maybe it's made the running backs a little bit tougher out back there. 
and it looks like this time it's Robinson out of that backfield in the eye. Eight guys in the box for the Panthers. Under center is Ison. Takes a snap on second six. The toss to the left side. Robinson cuts it upfield and maybe gets back to the line of scrimmage, possibly a gain of one. But the Chargers just love this running game and love giving Garrett third and sixes over and over again. And this time they got to convert. Our listeners are going to start changing the channel if they don't start throwing the ball because I'm going to sound like a broken record. Let them throw it a little bit. And it looks like that's exactly what they're going to do now because (laughs) I would hope because Garrett is in the gun. He's got Robinson up to his right in the pistol, two right, two left. Harding motion on the right side of the formation. Takes the snap, fakes the give, looks right, throws right. He's got Tim Boyd in the first down. That's Foose, rather. Tripped up. He could have gained more, but he does get past that sticks. Those sticks. First down now inside of the 15. You know, maybe throwing's a good idea. You can pick up a couple of yards. Convert a first down. Uh, I actually, my headset is also connected to Otters. So (laughs) I'm sending him down the play calls. Throw the ball, coach. I like that. How about (laughs) score a touchdown? I think that's how it works. Right. Right. Well, I I think it would have to have connection to the helmets of the players for that (laughs) one. Three receivers to his right. Garrett, another first down handoff and nothing doing at all. Maybe Robinson got back the line of scrimmage. Looks like a loss of one. Second down behind the sticks now for the Chargers. One thing that definitely has hurt the Charger offense with having Luke Keller out was he is a a big guy. I think him and Garrett are both the same height, but maybe a little less in muscle mass. And, And Luke was a great blocker, too. When he would hand off that ball, he was able to make a good block to help out his running his running offense. Garrett from the gun now. Robinson to his left. Takes the snap. He's rolling left. Looking deep into the end zone. Throw. Caught. Caught by Alec Foose. It looked like he got that foot down. The official does not agree, but a flag is on the field. It looks like DPI all the way. That ball was beautifully placed right in the corner of the end zone. Maybe if Foose was just a few inches taller, he would have been able to keep his feet in, but I don't think... That throw was exactly where it needed to be, especially with that defender there. Any shorter, it was going to be an interception. You know what? That is a great trade. And they do, the officials confer, and they do change the call to touchdown now. It did look like initially Foose got that foot in. There is a flag on the field. I think it's going to be declined because I think Garrett was thinking Foose is going to be able to get there a little quicker. He was held up, but it doesn't seem to matter. There is no review. You got to remember here in Frank Muddy Waters, they can't go to New York to look at this one. So whatever's called on the field, they're going to usually stick with. It is a defensive holding, which is declined. And six more points on the board for the Chargers. Julian Lee now on to add one more. And man, Foose having a game, man, and it's just the first quarter. And Foose, after catching an incredible touchdown, is now in to hold for Lee. Snap good, hold good, kick. Good. Also good. <laughs> Man, I, I don't. I really don't know exactly what to say because that whole sequence of events kind of left me stunned here. Um, wow! And, and they threw the ball, Christian. They, they really threw the did. ball. And you know, if you are just joining us, we have two minutes forty-seven remaining here in the first quarter, and we have seen a tip ball interception. We've seen a faked fourth down. An incredible touchdown. We've seen a wildcat touchdown. So much has happened so uh, you know, quick into this game, and it's 14-0 for the Chargers. Wow. It, it, 
The last time the uh, Kentucky Wesleyan Panthers and the Hillsdale Chargers met up, they won 41-14. to 14. So we're starting to see about a bit of a pattern here. Maybe the Chargers are able to break away. They know that they've beaten this team three times every time that they've met up. Last time meeting up was in 2019. But I think maybe the Chargers are comfortable playing this Panthers team. Absolutely. We do have to remember that it, it, it has been a problem for the Chargers. Mm-hmm. All season long is to play consistently. All four quarters, they've had great first quarters, great fourth quarters. A lot of time too little too late or not enough early. So it's it's keeping this effort up all game long. And you can't count the Panthers out. One thing about Kentucky Wesleyan is their record always shows them uh, worse than they are. Their team, you really just don't know what version of the Panthers that you're going to get. Uh, their softball team ranked last but had this star pitcher and ended up upsetting us and we were ranked number one in the conference it's because you just didn't know what you were going to get some days they're going to make a bunch of mistakes and some days they're not and that is consistent across all of their athletic teams i wouldn't complain if we keep getting this you know out on the wrong side of the bed type play from the panthers and they're back to roberts under center he's in the gun actually they've switched around their quarterbacks a little bit that's because we're doing that. We're copying each other. Absolutely. Yeah, they just, you know, monkey see, monkey do. Right. And Roberts is in the gun. A very interesting formation. Three in the backfield and a little pitch pass in motion and grab down after a gain of about six. little kind of, you know, hop pass. That's going to count for passing yards to Jaden Freeman. Yeah. And Kyle Kudla make a, made a great stop there. Happy to see uh, to say his name. He's a very key part to this defense. I know he's been playing through a groin injury, but he was like, I need to be out there because, one, he loves being out there. But he does make these key tackles when the, te- when the team really needs him. Roberts rolling left, looking left. The pass caught and picking up a first down is Brendan McGuire, his first catch of the game and first down for the Panthers on the 36-yard line. And that, they they moved the change maybe for the first time today, Christian? I think so. I think that is their very first third down for the Panthers. We've seen a lot of punts, one of which was nearly blocked. Roberts, a screen pass to McGuire on the left side. Looked like he had a hole for a second, but closed very quickly. Gain of four yards on that one. Going to set up second and six. And Jackson Gillock was right there. He just missed. I don't think he was able to get away from the guy that he was defending there. for just just He was a second too late to getting there. That is part of the key to a screen pass is great <laughs> wide receiver blocking. True. <laughs> Roberts in the gun now. They tried the exact same play again, this time well over the head of McGuire. Goes bouncing into that Panthers sideline. It's going to set up third down. Interesting play call there to do yeah. just about the exact same play we just saw. And I think that's risky, especially with Gillock right there running it again on him because he was that same guy who had three interceptions in one game a few weeks ago. So he's definitely good at anticipating. And if you're going to run it again, that's kind of like a slap in the face. And I don't think he's going to let him let the team do that on him very often. Reagan mentioned it. He almost got free of that block the first time. Maybe if that was an accurately thrown ball, Gillick's there for the interception. Yeah. This crowd is getting loud as <laughs> Roberts is in the gun. He's got two to his left, two to his right, and Wilkerson again in at the back, this time in the pistol. This a high snap controlled by Roberts. Navigates pressure. Now he takes it himself on along the left side. Tackled down after a gain of just one. Yet another fourth down here for the Panthers. 
And Kyle was right there. And just like you said, I think that maybe the loudness of the crowd I'd like to credit was maybe helped with that little bit of a high snap there, a little scrambling on the offense. We have quite the stands are packed today, which is not something maybe you usually see at our football games. Um, usually everybody's maybe in the library or doing something else up the hill. But it looks like, at least on the home side, there's not much more room to sit. The punt again gets great pressure, hangs and drops in the wind, caught by Tesla this time back to receive at about the 26-yard line. And that is, as you mentioned, the high snap. Communication between the center and the quarterback is the biggest thing that's going to uh, be affected by this crowd noise, and it really seemed to do the trick right there. Well, keep it up, Charger fans. I I doubt if you're listening to us that you're at the game, but you can scream in your car, too, or wherever you are listening, maybe to create a little extra noise. Scott Bertram one time brought his little radio set to the the game, sitting in the stands listening to it. Appreciate him, of course, always. Eisen in the gun now. Again, a first down handoff. Garrett keeps hesitating, now fights forward, looks about a gain of three, and yet another first down run. I don't think we've seen a first down pass all game long. We did say consistency was going to be key in this game, so I'm not sure if we can maybe go back on that. They are being consistent. They're going to run it on the first play of the game, on the drive. We've been we've been pretty critical of this <laughs> Charger offense early, and yet they are up 14-0 right now. From the gun is Ison. motion on the left side, Again, a handoff. Up the center goes Robinson. Looks like he gained about five yards. Going to be just short of that first down, third and two. Still pretty good position. I mean, to have third down, third and two, it's not third and long, so it puts Garrett maybe in a little bit of a better position. And that is going to be the end of the first quarter. The score here, Chargers 14, Kentucky Wesleyan Panthers 0. And we're going to step away here on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Have you listened to State Facts yet? It's the show where you learn about all 50 states from residents who currently live there. Think you know the right answer and know your geography and trivia from all across the country? Well, test your knowledge with Jane O'Connor on Radio Free Hillsdale. 101.7 FM. And we are back in Frank Muddy Waters Stadium on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. This is Christian Peckdemmit alongside Reagan Genschieski. And the fields have flipped now to begin the second quarter. The Chargers are sitting on that 36 yard line, a tough spot after that second down run gives them a full three yards to pick up on third down. I mu- Eisen- Sorry, I was going to say I much prefer it when they're over on this side. It's better for us to see because the windows are a little bit foggy, but we have ours open. Ison in the gun, drops back, throws over the middle. He's got Williams out to the 45, 50, 45, still fighting. Dragged down at the 41-yard line. A great catch and run from Austin Williams who has really come on this year. I mean, Williams isn't a huge guy, but he was dragging that defender behind him. Maybe when you get those legs pumping, I've never seen anybody maybe run as fast as Austin does. And he gets those legs pumping, and he really just can't slow him down. An object in motion stays in motion. And that's just what he did, dragged the defender for about 10 full yards. And all of a sudden, in Panthers territory, go the Chargers. Ison's in the gun. Hissam now motions to be in the pistol to his left. 
Two receivers left, one right. Harding in motion, stays on the right side of the formation. Takes the snap, the give to Hissam, met immediately in the backfield. Still fighting. He falls forward all the way to the line of scrimmage, risking a loss about three or four there, but keeping those legs pumping is, seems to be a trend here as Hissam gets back, going to be second and ten. Always get those extra steps. Maybe that was a motto uh, for this week, you know, just keep running. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they watched uh, Finding Nemo and they got it from there. Just keep swimming. So that'll be five uh, first downs for the Chargers in just the first quarter, which I think is a lot. Ison from the gun now. Looks to pass. Dropping back. Short over the middle to Harding. A screen pass. He stretches out for about three yards. It's going to be third and six yet again. This might be the fourth or <laughs> third or fourth, uh, third and six now for the Chargers. And, you know, you're in plus territory. This is kind of a, you want to you wanna kick them in the teeth a little bit. This yeah. is where you want to step on the brakes or step on the, step on the Whoa. brakes. Whoa! You know, stop the offense, intentionally, you know, mess up on third down. No, you want to step, <laughs> you want to step on the gas and really open up this lead a little bit. And they definitely could utilize Harding a little bit more. He's that big target and he's very consistent and can knock guys down on the run. Ison dropping back, pressure in his face, unloads over the right side, incomplete. And almost immediately, he had two guys deep in the backfield right in his face. I think all Ison could really do was get an incompletion, not give up a sack. And they do have a chance here. They're sitting at about the 39, 38-yard line for a field goal. That is not what Otter is going to opt to do, or Heather. Right as I say that, Shannon comes onto the field for a punt. Julian Lee at Ashland made his career-long field goal 43 yards, so he's definitely capable of hitting that. I think he has the distance, uh, but you really don't have to gamble at that right now in the game. Especially when you're up 14-0. The snap back to Shannon. High looping kick and drops just inside of the end zone. That's going to be a touchback for the Panthers. 12.59 remaining here in the second quarter, and Kentucky Wesleyan is going to set up on the 20-yard line. I'm curious to see what they're going to do. Dare I say maybe run? Perhaps two runs in a row. I, would, I wouldn't, I uh, would you know, be opposed to that, the way this defense has really stood up Wilkerson. It's interesting. Wilkerson listed second on the depth chart. He's been just about the only running back, you know, toting the ball here early for the Panthers. And both teams have not passed, uh, like we just said, very much. I mean, 20 passing yards for Hillsdale and eight for Kentucky in the first quarter. And yet the Chargers have two touchdowns. Roberts takes the snap, looks right, has a completion, and met immediately. Forward progress is going to give him about four yards, and that is all right on the catch. Second and about six now. I didn't think he was going to stop hitting that guy. (laughs) He drove him all the way back into the backfield behind that line of scrimmage and just kept going. And that was Sam Sam Zemus. Man, I, I, again, it, it looked like he was going to maybe take him and knock him over the fence or maybe the bleachers <laughs> over there. It was like getting those extra steps. Consistency with the Chargers. The give to Wilkerson. Nothing doing yet again. This run game has been stood up by that front seven of the Chargers over and over again. And that's definitely key to having the successful defense. The defense... Maybe has not been performing up to their uh, standards the past few weeks. So to see them consistently stopping this, as long as they just don't get tired. But I definitely think they have the 
the parts to shut down Kentucky. Absolutely. That is part of a real good running game is kind of breaking it out in the second half when everybody's tired but saying, you know, I've got more stamina than you do. Yeah. Roberts now in the gun, two left, two right. Takes the snap, looking left side of the field, has McGuire on a slant pattern, and he's going to pick up the first down up to the 40-yard line. But at least they passed it. <laughs> are we are we cheering for them now to uh to No, but I do like McGuire to see work? not that I really want them to I don't want them to win. Sorry, I don't know if I can say that, but I don't I think I can. I don't want them to win, but I do root for everyone to improve. You know what? I like that positivity. <laughs> Thank you. The give to Wilkerson tries the right side yet again. This Chargers deed line is letting nothing through them at all. Nate Chambers right in the middle of it again. He's everywhere. He really oh is. Oh, my gosh. I see him on this. I always see him up the hill, and he's just a huge guy. You're like, I would hate to have to look you in the eye and have to be like, that's the guy I got to block. It looks interesting down there. They all kind of look the same size, uh, especially those D and offensive they linemen. Do. But you see them out in real life, and they are just beasts of men, homo superiosis, so to speak. we got Roberts in the gun now. Takes a snap, a pitch to Wilkerson, and met immediately in the backfield. A loss of seven yards. What an incredible tackle. Kendall Tobin. That was Kendall Tobin who just came out of nowhere and really just met that running back. He he pushed the right tackle so far into the backfield that it was a pitch behind Roberts, and he was still there immediately to meet him. It's great to see these huge plays from the defense because, you know, Kyle Kudla said this to me. He said, if we don't perform as a defense, we cannot expect our offense to perform. We need to set them up to be successful. It's on us to make the offense successful. And so when they keep handling the momentum here, it definitely helps the Charger offense. Roberts avoiding pressure now gets rid of it along the right sideline. Unable to make the diving grab on the right side is Peyton Peters along that sideline. It's going to bring up a very long... Actually, there is looks to be some yellow on the field. Some dirty laundry, as I like to say. Some dirty laundry left right on the 25-yard line from where Roberts threw that pass, and we are waiting on the call. It's like waiting to get your test grade back, the anticipation. I think the referee thinks that his mic is on. It was not. His voice did carry up here for an unsportsmanlike that's going to set the Chargers' defense all the way back. Went from 4th and 15 to now the Panthers have a first down just short of the 50-yard line. I know how like painful it is when the microphone doesn't go on because my dad's a D1 football official, or he's the referee. And he, it's like, he's like, it's the most like stressful thing when your battery goes out and you have to like find somebody and you have to find somebody on the sidelines, but you have to find the right person on the sidelines with the batteries. And it's just like a chaotic process. Roberts fakes the handoff. Now looks deep over the right side, caught for about eight yards, a comeback route there from Peters. Didn't, wasn't able to make the catch just a play ago, but he is just now second and three. I do wonder what that unsportsmanlike conduct was or, or who it was on uh, because that was a big, that was hurtful maybe to the Chargers. Kendall Tobin bringing up this huge stop in the backfields, and now Kentucky's on the other side of the 50. It is a back-breaking penalty for the Chargers defense, and a great spot, actually. Uh, a little shout-out to the officials here, second and all the way to four. Roberts, the give on the right side, trying it up. He is able to leaps a man for a first down. 
and that is Jatorian Dillard, who is the starting running back for the Panthers, and, but just his first carry of the day. Maybe it's time to go away from Wilkerson, who hasn't been able to get anything going at all. And we do have nine minutes remaining in the first half of this game. It's 14 to nothing. Chargers lead Kentucky creeping up on the end zone. 37-yard line, Roberts in the I formation. The give is again to Dillard, who tries the right side and finds a hold of the 25, avoids a man down to the 19-yard line, and that is the spark that this Panthers offense needed is a switch at running back. But yet they still don't look very pumped on the sidelines. I mean, you get a big run like that when you've been consistently stopped by the Charger defense, and the uh, the sideline just looks dead. It's, it's hard when you make one good play, now two good plays in a row, and then you look up at the scoreboard and you're down by two scores. Right. It's Roberts, all about chipping away. Absolutely. Roberts again in the gun. Dillard again the back, and he's going to pick up about five yards on first down. You know, something I noticed, Christian, Garrett usually is throwing on the sidelines uh, when the defense is out there, and he hasn't been throwing much. I wonder if that has to do with maybe something that's bothering him in the shoulder, but that is definitely out of character for him to not be throwing uh, while the defense is out playing. Some KT tape on that right shoulder. Hopefully he hasn't been feeling it so far. They haven't really opened up the offense much for him. Roberts in the gun. Fakes the handoff to Dillard this time. Avoids pressure. Is he going to be able to get out of it? No, he won't. Swallowed up in the backfield is Roberts and sets down at third down and long behind the sticks all the way back to now third and 11. And that was Zach Herzog who really came out of nowhere. Just a fun fact about Zach. He's the ad manager for the Hillsdale Collegiate newspaper. Does a great job at his job. I'm not... It's just very interesting how he, he... Every week he has to communicate with me. I make the ads for him. Great at his job, great at being an ad manager, and great at football. The duality of man. Yes. The duality of a Hillsdale Charger. And let's see if he can make another play from that safety position as we have a long third down. Wilkerson back in at running back in the pistol to the right of Roberts, who takes a high snap, controls it, looks long over the left sideline, a completion running towards that first down. It looks like he's going to be just a couple of yards short. As Chargers collide, it looks like Alex Anschutz took a hard hit with a cameraman over. You wonder if both of them are okay. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, that cameraman was able to stay on his feet a few weeks when uh, at the homecoming game, when Luke Keller tore his ACL, he nailed Summer Fields, who was also taking photos. For some reason, she said it just didn't click in her mind to move out of the way. It was just take the hit. And she went down. So you hate to see those people on the sidelines get nailed. I mean, if I saw a big football player barreling at me, I would get out of the way. Absolutely. Anthony Lupi on the other side sustained a hit uh, against the, the Lake Erie. And probably got a fantastic photo of it in the process. Oh, of course. Complete on the right side. They do pick up the first down on fourth and two, and now inside the five-yard line marches this Panthers offense, and this drive has taken an awfully long time. Now down to six minutes, 41 remaining in the second quarter. Chargers still up by 14, so hopefully they can just hold the uh, Kentucky here to a field goal. I mean, obviously that would be ideal, especially with them creeping in on this end. So you don't want to lose the momentum you have being able to shut, out, shut down this offense. Bend, don't break is something the Chargers defense has been doing all season long. Wilkerson tries the right side, leans forward for about a yard. But again, Wilkerson has really found no success, especially between the tackles early. Yeah, now put them, let's see, where are they on the four-yard line going in? Second and four now. They have 
it's interesting because the, the Panthers keep coming out in this spread offense. Two receivers left, two right. We've seen it all game long. This time, one right, two left. And yet they've thrown the pass very rarely. That's usually, of course, a formation you want to pass out of. Now, Wilkerson on the sideline. Dillard in to Roberts' right. Takes the snap. The give is to Dillard. Tries the right side. Up the middle. Leaning forward. The ball is out. But it was ruled a touchdown. He fell into the end zone. And then the ball shot up into the air. Right into Peroni's arms. But it looks like the officials are going to go with the touchdown before the ball came out. I really feel confident that if you were to replay that, he was not down. Uh, it didn't look like, I think, there you're... Well, yeah, I guess you do have to cross the line. As of long, the, I think the, as long as you cross that plane, the play right. is dead. But it was very close. You wonder if the ball, you know, he didn't have control of it before he crossed that plane. Right. Did you ever see? <gasps> Blocked is Blocked. the extra point. The ball is free. Picking it up is Gillick to the 40. Slips a tackle. Fumbles it himself. Trying to keep it in bounds as Kudla, a flag is on the field. As Kudla races down to the 15, pushed out of the 10-yard line, the flag is going to be a legal forward pass. So much just happened on an extra point. Nothing doing out of it. Uh, the score is still exactly the same. And the Panthers are on to kick. Uh, a flag still waiting at the 39-yard line. Gillick, as he went down, looked like he tried to intentionally fumble. That was Mason Dooley, rather, tried to intentionally fumble it forward, which is, of course, illegal. And, uh, you know, Kudla had to run an extra 40 yards for about nothing. I mean, that's still a good maybe football IQ there, knowing that you need to get rid of that ball there. He was in a tough situation with that guy running him down. Where will that set up the Chargers, Christian? Well... It's interesting because it does absolutely nothing. The Chargers oh. are still back to receive uh, oh. an extra point. If you if it's blocked or something happens and you return it, that return team can get two points on the other end. But if nothing happens, that's why I'm saying Cudler ran all that for uh, nothing. And he's going to be so mad. I'm sure when I hear this, we walk from logic and rhetoric to physics every Monday, Wednesday, Friday together. And we usually rehash the game on Monday. So I'm curious to see what... He thinks about running all the way down there. Did he know what situation he was in? A little more out of breath than I think he should be standing on this Chargers sideline as uh, it is Robinson actually back deep to receive. I don't think we've had the same returner back twice. It must be something to do with possibly Josh's rib that I was mentioning, and maybe I probably should have been a little bit nicer to him about it. Robinson receives it at the three, comes up to the 10, cuts left, upfield 20-25, falls forward to the 31-yard line. These Chargers running backs, whether they're receiving or out of the backfield, always just seem to fall forward. And that's huge, just falling forward just as much as you can, that extra yard or two really does help the offense. Absolutely, and it looked like he made hard contact with a, you know, a kick coverage guy at about the 25-yard line and just still was able to drag him for about six yards, setting up the Chargers' offense on the 31. Ison now in the gun, Robinson to his right, Williams to his left. Takes the snap, the give Robinson. Finds a hole up the middle and nearly breaks one more tackle to the house. He had nothing but green grass in front of him. He was kind of hesitating near that line of scrimmage and all of a sudden burst out of the pack. I'm looking at the receiver closest to us, number 18. I know K.J. Maloney has been out for quite a while, a senior that has been missing from the offense, which I think was a dynamic player. Uh, is that him back out there? Is he healthy this week? 
Williams on the right side of the formation now motions to behind Ison. The give again to Robinson, fighting for that first down. Looks like he's just going to be about a yard short on third and one. And to answer my the question that I asked uh, last play, yes, it is Connor Maloney or KJ who is out there. That's great to see because he has been last season. He had mono, which is just unfortunate. You can't play, and then I know that they were very confused with things that were going on in his hip and not having answers or not knowing what's quite wrong with you is definitely a tough situation to be in as an athlete in your senior year. Jumbo package. Ison takes it himself, falling forward, all 11 in the box for both teams, and it looks like Ison's going to pick it up healthily for about a full yard past that first down yard line. Man, I just hope they protect him and make sure, especially when you do some like sneaks like that, He when he keeps the ball from getting hit really hard. I know being in a pile of a bunch of guys hitting you cannot feel good. Absolutely. It's a play that Ison and honestly all these Charger quarterbacks, of course, many of them now injured, are really good at is just falling forward for a couple yards when you need it on third and short. But you really want to keep your guys healthy, especially now. They're all pretty good, big guys. I mean, Garrett's standing at 6'1", 200 pounds. Ison rolling right, looking long down the sideline and knocked away. Looked like he was going to unload deep for Peroni, or uh, Maloney rather, but instead checked it down, Williams incomplete. You get a little worried when he gets hit on those sidelines like that. Last week, he got nailed. It, almost, it just changed completely the direction that he was going. It was a late hit. It was out of bounds. So when he gets closer to that sidelines, you start to wonder, is this defender going to let up? And they usually don't. It's something, you know... He's not a running quarterback always. He does a lot of rollouts, but doesn't usually, you know, cross that line of scrimmage himself. The defense is kind of thinking this is a free hit. This is, you know, not a chance I get all the time. True. Motion, motioning is Tim Boyd. The give to Robinson up the middle and nothing doing again. Yet another first down run, uh, second down rather, and third and very long, a full 10 yards as Maloney checks back in. Looks like Michael Harding was trying to talk to the ref there possibly about what whoever was blocking him was getting up in his face or something doing something he's not supposed to maybe trying to draw a flag from Kentucky there ticking down towards three minutes remaining here in the first half a huge third down but a long third down for the Chargers third and nine bunch of receivers on the right side Ison takes the snap, avoids pressure, stays on his feet looking to run it himself, no he throws at the very last second incomplete I think he just didn't want to take a hit, but he took one anyway. He is still on the dirt, getting up very slowly as Ison, and it's going to set up fourth down, and on comes Jack Shannon to punt. He was able to buy himself a little bit more time there by running, but he, I think, did the right thing trying to get rid of that ball and throwing it because I don't think he had very much room to go left with running. I don't think he would have picked up that first down if he was to keep running. And it's a football IQ play to know if I get out into the open field, I'm more likely to take a bigger hit as well. Nearly blocked is Jack Shannon's punt, but he does get it away. Takes a bounce of the 25. Big Chargers bounce. Touched by a Panther. And he has to fall on it down at the 10-yard line. That was almost disastrous for Kentucky Wesleyan. And Shannon, I mean, that <laughs> that punt was almost blocked. He punts it and just walks off like it never even phased him. Well, the meanwhile, the kid who almost blocked him was laying on the field for the remainder of the play. And Shannon's like, you do not phase me. And this is why, this is why Jack Shannon, you need to be in the NFL. I would love to see it. He's just, we, we've sang his praises all game long, but it doesn't, he doesn't stop to 
being amazing out there. A great punt flipped the field for the Chargers, and all of a sudden the Panthers are down inside of their own 10-yard line after a receiving mistake. And this is probably a little plug for we heard, had a pregame interview. It's a radio show uh, behind the X's and O's by Julius, his last name, Christian Gabler. Starts with a G, and it always slips my mind. And Garrett Eisen, they have a show where they interviewed their teammates and get to know them a little bit more and they did Jack Shannon so that was a nice little addition to our game broadcast Julius Graber there uh, the the incomplete pass knocked down at the line of scrimmage and it's going to set up second down two minutes 42 remaining the Chargers have all three timeouts if they can force a three and out they will still have plenty of time to try to put together a drive before the end of the first half And that's always, I mean, the most points that are scored in a football game are the last two minutes remaining in the first half. That's when the pressure, I think, is on maybe more than at the end of the game. Roberts, a completed pass, but met immediately by Gillick. Gain of about five, and it's going to set up a third and five. And a big opportunity here for the Chargers as we tick down below two minutes and 30 seconds remaining in the second quarter. And it's very key. I mean, the score being 14 to six, you're still going in. With a little bit, as opposed to making it maybe, I know it is still a touchdown, but just having, knowing, looking at the scoreboard and knowing that they need to get an, that two extra points there to tie up the game Pressure is definitely over the key. the middle and a completion. He's going to be very close to that first down. He does get out of bounds, which stops the clock. Looks like it's going to set up fourth down. We're waiting on the spot from the officials. It was right near that line. It is about a full yard short of the fourth down, and I think this is not a situation you want to gamble here for the Panthers, but it's one that they're going to as Roberts seems to be staying on the field. We've got now below two minutes remaining in the first half. Eisen throwing on the court on the sideline with Connor Maloney. Getting warm, hopefully to go make a nice drive right here. Maybe open up the offense a little bit for him when they need it now. Very little time left. 135 remaining in the second half. First half, rather. Roberts in the gun, and they're just going to take that timeout. I think they were just trying to draw him off sides on fourth and one. Doesn't happen, and on comes the punt team for the Panthers. Because we're disciplined, Christian. Absolutely. That's why they can't draw us off sides. We're Absolutely. disciplined. And I think it would have helped them draw us off sides if they didn't sprint up the line with about three on the game clock. <laughs> Uh, they, they were very, a lot of confusion. Uh, Roberts kept talking to that sideline, and they were like, let's let's do it. Let's, let's you know, try to draw them off sides. And they look at the play clock, they're, oh, God, <laughs> don't have enough time left for this. Sprinted the line, did I think about half of a hard count, and on comes the punt team. Tim Boyd in the backfield, that kid has legs. I mean, he runs so quickly, and some of the times that Garrett has targeted him maybe haven't been all there there's been a defender something's always gone wrong but he's always some guy that's always can get to his spot and is consistently open Foose and Boyd both back to receive very very rare to have two punt returners back on the very same play but that's just what the Chargers do Boyd and Foose 22 and 23 for the Chargers they always look. I don't know what the, the it would be like. Maybe like a tire. There was like prowling back there, waiting for the ball. Lackey end over end kick received by Boyd makes a man miss. Now up the right side to the fifty to the forty five falls out of bounds of the forty three yard line. Little stutter step, juked a man and just was off to the races for about twenty full yards. One thing I never was able. I played basketball for a very long time, but I was never able to make that like 
quick decision like, oh, I should do this move or whatever. I was a post player. My job was to hit people. But that's what <laughs> I really admire, especially there about Boyd, was that he was able to make that quick decision that this is the move that hopefully will beat this guy. As long as we're bringing this up, Boyd is an excellent basketball player as well. He registered <laughs> last year. Uh, beat the tar out of me in multiple pickup games uh of course much better than i am and sets up the chargers with great field position now into panthers territory 118 remaining in the first half ison in the gun he's got logan to his right the fake to logan now rolling light looking right long down the sideline maloney incomplete broken up the flag is going to be for illegal touching maloney went out of bounds and then back into play which you can't do and then touch the ball. Though it'll be interesting because I guess it doesn't matter, but it looked like he was forced out of bounds, which is you're then allowed to come back in. But regardless, an incomplete pass. Julian Lee warming his leg up over there. I think the Chargers are hoping to at least get a field goal out of this, maybe make it a two-possession game. Second and 10 now, 112 remaining, all three timeouts for the Chargers. Wide is the offense, ice in the snap, over the middle of the field, right through the hands of Austin Williams. That would have been right on the first down line. And just, you know, you go to, you go to the sideline, just, should I hit you in a better spot? Like, not much more Garrett can do. I know, Garrett, perfectly, I, I don't think he, he, you know, every quarterback does make their mistakes, but he does put the ball in a great position. And again, Williams, he had that guy right on him. And Garrett put that ball in the perfect place for the defender, just out of the reach of the defender and just into the hands of Austin. Look Blindside hit on Ison. He goes down hard. I, I just said look out into the microphone because I saw that guy coming. I mean, and he was, was quick to get up there, which it seems like those bigger hits he gets up a little bit quicker to tell everybody he's fine. Sometimes I worry when he starts to be a little bit slow to get up. That was Humphrey from the linebacker position. Came around the left end, of course, Ison a righty, and so had you know, no chance of seeing him at all. And for a while, the stadium was kind of holding its breath because Humphrey was running right at him. Ison didn't see him that whole play. That could have easily, I mean, you saw his head snap a little bit there, and that worries me. I have suffered a concussion myself, and it's something that takes a while to get back from it's not something especially as a quarterback that just you take two weeks off and then you're good to go it, it really affects a lot of your life so hopefully he is okay and that's not going to affect him too much especially as a quarterback where it's all you know kind of a lot of it is in your head and mental yeah. and decision making you really hope he's okay it looks like he is got up pretty quickly but of course a very hard hit now Shannon into punt after a long talk on the sidelines during a Kentucky Wesleyan timeout. 103 on the clock. The score still 14 to 6. Luke Keller giving uh, Garrett a pat on the back. The quarterback coaches, they all look like they're kind of laughing and hugging him over there. So he must have said something funny to assure them that he's all right. Deep back is Shannon. Takes a little bit of time, then punts it deep down the right side. Caught and dropped at the 15. The ball is on the floor and picked up by the Chargers. Inside the red zone, another receiving mistake. Somebody's getting benched on that Panther sideline. Someone is getting benched. I can tell you that player is taking, number five is taking his time to walk back to the sidelines because he knows I'm not coming back out here this game. That's a quarterback, uh, Keyshawn Walker. And I think it's a little bit, you got to seem like you're a little hurt too after, you know, taking a, taking a hit like that, making a mistake. And what a mistake it is. 56 seconds left. The Chargers now in the red zone at the 15-yard lines. 
capitalizing on mistakes has been huge so far early for Hillsdale. I need something to support my balance. I am blown away right now. Ison in the gun, motion on the left side, fakes the give, now looks over the middle of the field. He's got Harding in the end zone for a touchdown. House call for Michael Harding, and the Chargers go up 20-6. to six. On comes Julian Lee for one more. Wow, and that uh, Garrett's first touchdown pass was to Harding. He's that big target, that tight end who can beat his guy, and he's consistent. Garrett said you can. the team knows what Harding can do, and so it's key to definitely utilize him in the game. You always count on them, especially tight ends in the red zone. A great big target, especially, of course, for a first-year starter like Ison. Snap good, hold good, kick also good. Through the uprights is Julian Lee. He's 3 of 3 on extra points today. 21-6, or 21 to six rather, for the Chargers here. Just one timeout and 51 seconds remaining for the Panthers. And you got to remember, the Chargers also deferred. They're going to be receiving the second-half kickoff. And that's what's always huge about scoring right at the end of that first half to generate that momentum going into the second half, too. Now you get the ball again, and you get a chance to come and score again, and you're comfortable. It looks like the offense is really starting to mesh this game. They've learned. They're letting Garrett throw, and the running game is also progressing well. Absolutely. Setting yourself up for success, and the defense has really been working in mesh with the offense doing just that. Two of the three scores have been immediately off of turnovers, that tipped ball interception, and of course now the receiving mistake by the Panthers. Yeah, it does look like a new player on Jaden Freeman, the backup returner for the Panthers. And on is Julian Lee to kick it away. The score, 21 to 6, 51 seconds remaining. The Panthers have just one timeout, and here is Lee. The run-up, the kickoff, a high, short punt, caught at the 35-yard line and met just there by, it looks like, Kyle Kudla, maybe? And a flag is thrown almost immediately. And That was Gabe Nichols. That was Gabe Nichols. Oh, there you go. And I'm curious to see what this flag is. I mean, you just get, he, that kid got tackled in Charger territory, and instantly the sideline surrounds him. Letting him know he got tackled? I think, yeah, yeah, letting if, him know he's he on the know ground. Already, yeah. <laughs> yes. Some sort of personal foul against the Panthers because this offense <laughs> is backing up. Imagine getting hit like that and then also getting a flag thrown on you. That's got to hurt. That kid's like, can I come out? I need a break. <laughs> third string returner? I think it's time for a third string returner. <laughs> Walking all the way back is this Panthers offense. And it's going to be the 28-yard line that they're camped out on now after receiving it all the way up at the 40. First and 10, 46 remaining. The Panthers down 6-21. to 21. Roberts in the gun. Again, this spread offense. Two right, two left. Takes the snap, looking over the right side of the field, unloads a deep bomb on the right side and caught, but it looked like push out of bounds. Great DB work by, looked like Dooley. Dooley and couldn't go up and make the pass break up, so just shove him while he's in the air, make sure he can like, land in bounds. He kind of just hit him, looked at him, and just turned around and walked away. Like there wasn't much like celebrating. He knew what he was doing. He was like, on to the next one. 
I, I know I stopped you. You know I stopped you. And, right. Uh, <laughs> Not much to say here. Just going to walk back. I'll, I'll do it again on second down. However, if you do want to say something rude to me and draw a personal foul, we'll take that, Panthers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially right on that Panther sideline. The snap to Roberts. Deep back. Avoiding pressure. Now over the middle to McGuire, who's going to pick up that first down. The clock is going to stop at 28 seconds while the sticks move. Still sitting on just one timeout are the Panthers. A lot of ground to make up. They're sitting at the 35-yard line. Last two minutes of any half are the longest two minutes, I swear. Roberts now going to run it himself, trying to get to that sideline. It's interesting, of course, he's trying to do that to stop the clock. Why wouldn't you just you know, toss it over there while you're running that way? He was running to his right. And that's a lack of football IQ. There you go. There you go. I should be out there. I should be mm. under center for him. I don't, I don't think I'd survive more than one play. <laughs> uh, but regardless here, now second down for the Panthers. Again, to right, again, to left. I don't think they've done anything but this formation all game long, just about. Wilkerson to Roberts' is right. Take the snap. Pressure up the middle from the Chargers. Unloads down the middle. That's going to be intercepted. Cutting back, making a man miss up to the 40, stumbling his way down to the 43-yard line. All he had to do was just stand there and wait for the ball. That was Sam Zemus, who has been everywhere all game long. And here comes the Charger offense yet again in this game after a great play by the defense. There are, however, just eight seconds left. It looked like a Hail Mary. He was just unloading that thing. There were no receivers going anywhere near that direction. Zemus just stood there for... I don't know, about 10 seconds waiting for the ball to come, and it looks like victory formation here for the Chargers as they're going to knee out the final seconds of this first half. And I'm looking around. They bring this hard hat, the team, to put on players who make a huge play or an interception. It doesn't look like it's out here this half, but I can assure you now that they're making some key plays that we should be seeing it the next half. That's that's that uh, Blake Griffin celebration, the put on your boots, put on your hard hat. Uh, we saw the Nets in town for the Pistons last night, and it looks like the Chargers are bringing that same intensity here today. And at the end of the first half, the score 21 for your home Hillsdale Chargers to 6 for the, for the visiting Kentucky Wesleyan Panthers on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. This is Christian Peck Dimmitt and Reagan Genschieski. We'll be back with you for the second half. And we are back in Frank Muddy Waters Stadium. This is Christian Peck Dimmitt alongside Reagan Genschieski on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Your home Hillsdale Chargers, if you missed the first half, are killing it. 21-6 is currently the score. We're about three minutes out from the beginning of the second half in which the Chargers will receive that kickoff. The visiting Kentucky Wesleyan Panthers, who are currently 1-4 in GMAC play, 3-6 overall, are down with just one lone touchdown on the board, and of course that extra point was blocked. What do you think the keys are to just kind of staying consistent? That's been a, <laughs> that's been an issue for the Chargers a lot, and kind of keeping that foot on the gas pedal a little bit. I was hoping that wasn't going to be the question <laughs> because I was going to say, like, what do you think the key is to winning this game? And I was going to say consistency. Sure. I mean, we t- I we are looking at the stats, and it looks like actually Kentucky is throwing more than we are. We have the same amount of first downs. And I said to you, Christian, I think I was like, then how are we winning? And we said opportunity. Mm -hmm. The defense is playing 
phenomenally, uh, being able to turn over the ball and just those receiving errors on Kentucky's end. So our, our keys to winning the game, Kentucky can keep messing up. And I think we can keep just throwing the ball. It, it seems like Garrett and the offense have gotten into a bit of a groove. If the defense, like you said, has that stamina to continue on, we're definitely going to be the more successful team. It, it really is about who can last the longest. Especially when the Panthers made that switch at running back from Dionka Wilkerson to Jatorian Dillard. Dillard had two or three runs almost in a row on a drive on that what ended up being their touchdown drive that kind of ignited the offense a little bit. And now that they've got a real solid running back, he didn't really play the first quarter in much much of the second quarter. So I think he's got a little bit of fresher legs than a lot of the other Panthers, but more importantly than a lot of this, you know, Chargers front seven. So that's definitely something to look for, kind of keeping up that stability, that uh, stamina. And obviously, as we, we've talked about, the Chargers have had issues where they've kind of waited to the fourth quarter to come back. They've had explosive first or second quarters and then kind of died off. And I think it's that's part of the problem is you got to stay consistent here. And I think this is a perfect game to do it because you got a little bit of a buffer to, uh, to work with. I really should ask them, you know, when it, it hits the fourth quarter, they all hold up their hands and they make a number for indicating the fourth quarter. And I wonder, besides the fact of telling everybody, hey, we're in the fourth quarter, we're almost <laughs> to the end of the game. What exactly does that mean? Does that mean, you know, okay, really give it everything you have. We say something at our softball team, kind of like die empty. So give everything you have that day and leave practice empty because you just gave everything you had. So I wonder if that maybe be, is why the Chargers play a little bit better in that fourth quarter is because they know they only have 15 more minutes to go and they just have to make it to the end. I mean, that's something Pete Carroll, the Seahawks coach, would always say. In that, you know, that post-game locker room, we'll call and receive with the team. Is, is the game one the first quarter? No. Second quarter? No. It's the fourth quarter where you win those games, and that's obviously the most important. You do got to die true. empty a little bit here. It is true. I mean, in softball games, I, I the only thing I can really equate it to, <laughs> I'm not stressed inning one through five. And then you hit the sixth and the seventh inning, and you're like, oh, boy. Like, I got to turn it up now. Now I actually got to get on base, and we need to make some good defensive stops. It's what you love about sports is that anything can happen. So much can change. We've seen it this game with, you know, tip passes and with receiving errors. Things can change so quickly, but in the fourth quarter when they happen, you got so much less time to kind of deal with True. those mistakes, recover from them. And so on to kick off to open up this second half is Chris Mangle. Deep back is both Tim Boyd and it looks like Jack Robinson. We've been rotating returners, usually... The starting returner, Josh Peroni, is out there just about every return we have. He's sidelined this week, and we've kind of been rotating. We've seen Boyd back there. We've seen Foose back there. We've even seen Tesla back there for a punt. It's really interesting. Maybe keeps Kentucky on their toes there. It does look like the sun is giving them a little bit of a problem. You can see the uh, returners kind of holding up their hand, kind of blocking that sun, and that's hard. you got to find the right position to find that ball and read it. Long end-over-end kick. Robinson takes it at the 1. He's going to return it up to the 15-20. Cuts back up the middle. Makes a man miss to the 25-30. Now he's out in the open field of the 40 to the 45-50. 45 dragged down out of bounds at the 41-yard line. An incredible special teams play from the Chargers. He'll come out on the sideline, and Mike Herzog will have to jump over him to avoid getting his ankles taken out. That is a great run and exactly what you need to start the second half. 
it's it's a little reminder to that Panther sideline that looks dead already. You <laughs> say, hey, if you haven't looked at the scoreboard, you're down 15. And, oh, yeah, we're going to start in your territory as well. Just a little icing on the cake for the Chargers. One thing that's very interesting about our team is that we do dress our red shirt freshmen even though they won't go in the game and that just makes us look huge in numbers I mean you can only travel 50 players so their sideline also just looks scarce like there's not as many players which is true and I think that definitely helps the Chargers a little bit of intimidation a handoff to Hissom up the center I don't think we're yet to see a first down pass from the Chargers doesn't change there Hissom picks up about two yards and on comes about a second and eight. And it's working. So maybe we there is a why stray. I know that Otter is a guy who likes to stick to his schedule and his routine. And if it's working, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't fix it, absolutely. And deep back in the eye is Van Everlock. Under center is Ison. He's got one lone receiver on the left. It's Williams. One on the right is Maroney. Takes the snap, the pitch to Logan, tries the left side, breaks a tackle, and now he's in the open field. First down, Chargers. Inside the 25-yard line goes Hillsdale's offense. And that big run is key there on second down because the Chargers have been moving the ball and moving the chains, but it's taken three downs to get there. And it, you know, and then they, they run at those first two downs, and then the third, they go to that passing game. So that takes a little bit of pressure off the quarterback. And it really goes back to your mind can't help but straying to that punt return or that mm. kick return because you get for one first down, all of a sudden you're in the red zone. Ison takes the snap. Another first down run, this one to Logan. Pushing that pile, he's going to maybe get back to the line of scrimmage second down. New receivers on the field. Will Cyrus, somebody we haven't seen much of this season, can run very fast. He's actually also on the track team uh, because of his speed, now also entering the field. Interesting. We really haven't seen very much of Tesla at all this game. Isaac Tesla, the redshirt freshman, really came on this year, has played incredible, had almost 200 yards receiving in a game earlier this year, and yet nowhere to be found. Under center is Ison, deep back is Logan. Takes the snap, another pitch to Logan. He tries the left side, busts it up, field of the 20, spins away from a man, still pushing that pile inside the 10-yard line. Logan Van Inkervart has been a spark plug for this Chargers offense. And that's huge. To, again, they just he just keeps moving, and he seems to just keep finding, I mean, this is the key to a great run game, but finding those holes, especially when it looks like he's going to go down, he goes into a pile of people and then he just spits right out. We've we've seen, we've said it over and over again, a little bit of broken record here. Logan and Jack, this whole backfield for the Chargers just always has a knack to be falling forward. The Wildcat, Foose, this time gives to Logan along the left side, met in the backfield and dragged down for a loss of a couple yards down to the 10-yard line where they will go second and goal. Did you see, uh, I think it was ESPN that posted it, but I guess in like 2013, Peyton Manning really faked everybody. He chose not to hand the ball off, rolls back, kind of walks off, and then starts sprinting towards the end zone. He was the one who had the ball. I don't know if you saw that. And that's Absolutely. what I thought they were maybe going for there with the, like Foose. Looked like he was going to try to go the other way. I almost thought he had the ball there. Back when Peyton was on the Colts. And maybe we'll see a little bit of that from Garrett right now from the gun. He does give it to Robinson who tries that left side up the middle. 
right near that end zone line. The officials are going to mark him just short. It's going to be third and goal from maybe six inches outside of that end zone. And this is, I think, where you have Garrett keep the ball. Like we mentioned, these uh, Charger quarterbacks are big guys. I think they all stand at 6-1 or more, and they can are able to keep that ball and push through that pile. He is under center. That's what they've been doing when he wants to sneak it. He's got an eye formation behind him. The snap, he is going to give it to Robinson, who tries on the right side, walks in untouched. House call for Jack Robinson, and up go the Chargers by six more. 27 now to six, 10-57. This Chargers offense is making quick work of Kentucky's defense. And there's that momentum we talked about at the end of the first half. You know, the Chargers came out, they scored got a defensive stop, and then they get the ball again in the second half and have another chance, and they and then they score, and that's really keeping momentum on your side. Foose the holder, Lee the kicker. Both are good, and up go the Chargers one more, 28 now to 6, and you're just laying it on the, the Panthers now. This is a huge drive, I think, for Kentucky because you really got to respond not only to the touchdown that just happened, but say we're not going to just kind of roll over and die. They haven't, you know, scored since early in that second quarter. They got to get a little jump start to this offense. I don't know what they have to do, but it's got to be something. And even after that score, Christian, then we blocked the extra point. And so it was like, oh, great, we're back in this. No, dang it. Here come the Chargers again. So that's definitely, I mean, kudos to the Chargers there for not taking a play off. Yes, they just scored, but there was still an opportunity and a very key opportunity there in that extra point. We talked about it all game is making the most of your opportunities. It's been a theme this season. The Chargers haven't always pulled through. But this game, especially with the turnovers that have been forced, the offense has a lot of, had a lot of op- opportunities in the red zone, a lot of opportunities to make the Panthers pay, and that's just what they've done. Lee now to kick off from that 35. Deep back to receive is Laren Warner, number 17, for the Panthers. Christian, this isn't important to the game. But I know we have a great view in the press box, and I'm just looking. The leaves have begun to change, and the last time I was up here, it was still green, and it is just gorgeous with all of the colors. It really is, I'd say, one of the best stadiums in the GMAC. Michigan weather is indeed beautiful, as cold as it can be. Bouncing at the 15 and rolling just out of bounds, that's going to hurt the Chargers. And... But more no, it won't. There was no flag thrown. Usually on a kickoff, if it goes out of bounds, there it is. Up go the Chargers to the 35-yard line. If a punt goes out of bounds, that's perfectly fine. They'll get it right where it goes out of bounds. Kickoffs, on the other hand, if those roll out of bounds, it is all the way up to the 35 for that team, the receiving team, and on comes Kentucky Wesleyan. But more importantly, it looked like the Panthers were actually tripping over each other (laughs) on that return. I see that there were like five of them who all ran into each other and then hit the ground. Maybe they were trying to get the ball (laughs) and just couldn't. (laughs) I don't know. Roberts from the gun. The give to Dillard who tries it up the middle. I'll tell you what, between the tackles all game long, this defensive line for Hillsdale has been impenetrable. They really have. I mean, like we said again, it's... They just stopped the run. I wonder, Kentucky is passing. They're actually passing the ball more than us. They had 71 passing yards in the first half. We had 62. 
more than uh, about half of that came from just one play from Garrett to Austin Williams. But, you know, I would think that they would maybe try to pass it a little bit more, especially with how strong this line is being from the Chargers. From the gun, checking the audibles at the line is Roberts. Takes the snap, looking over the right side, a quick pass to an out route caught by McGuire, and he's going to fall forward. So that's Peters, rather, picking up about eight yards on second down. That is just about the only passes that have really worked for Panther for the Panthers is short and out, and usually that's something a team wants to abuse and just keep using over and over again because it'll keep chipping away, you know, make the defense come up on you, but it really hasn't worked. They, you know, yeah. have been going away from it too early. That was like the 2020 Steelers offense, except it didn't make us very successful. Over the right side and busting wide open into the backfield is Wilkerson taken down in the 35 of Chargers territory and a big huge run there on third down that's just what the Panthers offense needed as a little spark yeah and a huge hit also though from uh, Zach Herzog there I could hear the like the collision from all the way up here he was just standing there waiting for the guy really to just run right into him Two receivers right, one left for uh, Roberts. Fakes the handoff, now looks long over the right side. Short and intercepted, maybe? (laughs) It is! That's what they're going to call! Bouncing up the receiver's hands. Peters went to the floor for it. Bounced up off of his gloves, and Herzog was right there to scoop it up. It's going to be Chargers' ball somehow, someway. Bravo, ad manager of the Collegian. Bravo. (laughs) You know, I think the, the referees deserve a little clap there as well. <laughs> uh, interesting call, I got to yeah. say. Personally, it looked like it hit the ground, but it was right there. And just all of a sudden, the ball was in the air, and Herzog was right there to grab it. Right place, right time. And Zach Herzog running off the sidelines right into the arms of his brother, Mike Herzog. You know, it's great to see siblings playing together. And that being the first person you want to run to after you just made a big play. Absolutely. And it sets up Garrett in this offense on first down under center. Fakes the give on first down. Now unloads down the middle of the field. Just out of the diving reach of perhaps that was Maroney. It, it was Maloney right there. Uh, and maybe they're just, I think they're just trying to get KJ those big catches that he is capable of making he's been a reliable receiver for the chargers i mean that senior leadership definitely having him out there is huge and hey it wasn't a run on a first down i know i think that's kind of a tendency breaker something otters trying to trick the <laughs> panthers with a little play fake and foos in at the wildcat hesitates in the backfield couple of jump cuts and he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage before he's taken down the Wildcat has been something that's been a successful thing for them this season. I think they got a touchdown off of it earlier in this game, but other than that, hasn't really much. not much for them. Yeah, I, I was just about to ask, Christian. I'm not sure how I feel about it, to be quite honest. I, does It just seems odd a little bit, maybe on a second down. doesn't seem to be working. Maybe it's more effective in the red zone for the Chargers. I think I would agree. Garrett back for the second down play. Takes the snap, now looks long over the right side of the field to Tim Boyd. Double coverage, bracketed and knocked away. Nearly intercepted deep in the backfield, but knocked away. I think Tim Boyd had to play a little bit of corner there. He was bracketed. Not only that, a safety, a third defender was coming to go and stop that play. I mean, that was a great heads-up play, I think, by Boyd there. The Panthers actually had their hands on that ball, and it looked like as coming down, Boyd was able to push that ball out. Uh, which saves his team from a turnover. There's his tryout for DB. <laughs> J- 
Jack Shannon now on the punt. He needs no tryouts at all. Takes the high snap. Is able to get the punt off low and bouncing at the 45 to the 40. Keeps taking a charger roll all the way down to the 30. Stopped just short of the 29 and picked up. Barely able to get that off with Jack Shannon. Not only was it a high punt, but there was tons of pressure in his face. Great that he got it off, and of course, great that it's taken yet another Charger roll. I don't know what he did to the wind to try to like get that to keep happening, but it was like a bullet it. going through the air. You know, so it's like the ball either has helium in it or it has like an extra little zip on it. It's very aerodynamic, I guess, especially when Jack Shannon has control of it because it just flew at like a line drive. It's whatever Jack Shannon wants it to do. <laughs> it's exactly what it does, and it sets up this Panthers offense back in their own territory at the 29. Two receivers left, two right, Wilkerson in the gun, two Roberts is right. Takes a high snap, controls it, looks over the middle of the field, just short. That is, I, it looked like he made the grab, but it was right on the dirt. And looks like, the, the officials ruled incomplete. Yeah, I was going to say, Pearson and Kudla right there on that play come up saying incomplete. It did look like it maybe had taken a little bit of a short hop into his hands. Uh, Kudla was just maybe a step behind of intercepting that. This is something we've seen from the Chargers a lot, a ball-hawking defense. There was that game where we had four interceptions, three of them coming from Gillick. Takes the snap, this time the give to Wilkerson over the right side, falls forward for maybe a gain of one, and it's going to set up a very long third down here. And on come the pass rushers for the Chargers. This third quarter, I think, is moving a little bit cl- slower. It's about seven minutes remaining in this third quarter, 28-6. to six. Chargers still holding the lead. They had a, quite a bit of possession time, though, right there in the beginning. They really did, and that was interesting. Something The Chargers actually were beat by three minutes in the first half of pose- time of possession, but, of course, were leading. Roberts takes the snap, avoids pressure over the middle of the field, making a diving catch. Gavin George... Grabbed it for about a gain of 15, but it was right near the ground. The call is incomplete. The Chargers, uh, you know, liking what the official is doing for them, waving their hands, no, that is the second pass on this drive that has been right near the gloves, but right near the turf, and both ruled incomplete. I mean, if that ball was just a little bit longer, that would have been a huge play for the Panthers and possibly a game-changer for them. So it's huge that it was ruled incomplete. Talk about opportunities. (laughs) And that was one that the Chargers took full advantage of. Stopping them on third down. Now deep back to receive is Tim Boyd. Looping kick. Knocks at the 35. Takes a big Panthers roll. I think that's Mm. the first time this game we've seen a Panthers roll from the ball. And all the way down, a perfect flip of the field to the 29-yard line. Just short of that 30. On comes the Chargers offense, and it's just, it's you're, you know, you're, you keep chipping away. You keep taking the time off because when you've got a 22-point lead in your back pocket, any time you can force a punt is key. Yeah, I completely agree. I'm excited to see, I mean, not terrible field position, even though that did take a bit of a Panthers bounce. It didn't look like it was going to be a very long punt to begin with, but still, lining up on the 75, it's like a touchback uh, and a kick uh, after a kickoff. Give over the left side. Chargers are going to give about three yards out of that. Yet another first down run. We keep saying it, but it keeps working for them. 
Now on comes second down here for the Chargers. Just short of seven minutes remaining here in this third quarter. 28-6 remains the score. Chargers have three timeouts. Both teams have all three. And the Chargers are ready to kind of close the door on the Panthers here with a big drive. An offensive lineman in here for the eye. (laughs) Under center is Eisen. The give to Logan right up the middle gains only about two. A lot of fanfare there for just a couple of yards gain. Looked like all nine or nine of the 11 defenders were in the box waiting for that run. And again, we're in that same position we keep seeing ourselves in. Third down and six. Still in Panther or in Charger territory, really. And after we had just run the ball twice. You throw a lot of pressure on Garrett's shoulders doing that. You make him have to make these big throws where he hasn't he obviously just short of that drive he hasn't had a throw in you know five ten minutes of real time and now they're asking to make a big throw on third down he's in the gun logan's to his right williams and boyd to his right boyd now motion there's some stoppage a flag thrown Delay of game. Delay of game, and that is going to be big because if it wasn't an obvious passing down before, it is now third and 11, backed up all the way short of where they started, and it's a big play now. Yeah, now Garrett's really going to have to sling it. I really hope his arm is warm. He saw some frustration from Otter there when they did get the delay of game. Maybe, I don't know what happened there, just some mishap in communication. Absolutely. From the gun, it's the same formation. Motion from Tim Boyd on the right side. Looks over the middle. That is Tim with the catch, and he's going to pick up the first down. Zooming forward after that catch, just a short little two-step slant, and he took it all 11 yards needed. First down for the Chargers at the 36. Glad to see Boyd finally get a reception in this game. Like I mentioned earlier, he is that guy that is he's running great routes. It just may be is being there's something that it's just not always Garrett's going to target him or there's a guy on him he drops the ball it's overthrown oh no a fumbled snap on the pitch it looks like Logan is able to fall on it a pitch from Ison back to Logan that's a very tough connection to make but it looks real bad when you mess it up but the Chargers <laughs> the Chargers are able to fall on it though back at the 29 yard line It does look so bad because I just mumbled, oh, no. It was like the same thing when Garrett got blindsided. I was like, look out. You know, sometimes you can't help because of how those are just simple mistakes that do look worse than they probably actually are. You can't help but just say something under your breath. Second and 18 now. Two receivers on the right, two left. None of them are Tesla. Ison in the gun. He's checking his protection as the Panthers show show some pressure. Now he's ready for the snap. Takes it back at the 25, a quick throw over the left side. There's Foose, gets back to the line of scrimmage, a gain of about eight. It's going to set up third and ten. I'm wondering if maybe Tesla, have we seen him out in this half? Is he injured? Is that possibly what happened? We see him right there on the sideline. He doesn't have his helmet on him or anywhere near him. Maybe injured in some way? I think that'd be right. Even with Maloney coming back, you got to wonder why Tesla, an electric playmaker, isn't on the field. Ison fakes the give. Now looking long over the right side of the field. Two receivers in that area. Neither of them catch it. Instead, an interception. Not in a, They're going to rule that he landed out of bounds. That could have been disastrous. Interesting play design to have two receivers in the exact same area. 
Regardless, though, it's fourth down. <laughs> kind of makes it hard for the quarterback there because there are going to be, hear me out, more defenders around. More defenders. There were quite a few, and I think Garrett didn't super know which receiver right. to throw to, and neither receiver knew who the ball was going to, <laughs> so they both kind of, it was just a big jump ball there. Yeah. In the end, though, nothing comes down with it. No harm, no foul. And we are down now below four minutes remaining here in the third quarter. And I do wonder, I'm going back to Isaac, normally if a player is injured, you know, they head into the locker room and they change uh, just to get out of their pads. Maybe it relieves them if they are having a bit of like, I would get out of my cleats. I think if I had a foot injury or a leg injury or something. So I am curious of what could be going on in the sidelines. Shannon back to punt. Low snap, fields it in a big, long kick that drops the 20. Takes a Chargers bounce down to the 15 where Wilkerson fields it. Gets back to the 18-yard line. Jack Shannon, I refuse to stop being amazed by how good he is. And he said, it's like time stands still when he gets the ball because he takes a few steps, kind of looks around. Like everybody else is like sprinting at him and, and hitting each other. He looks very relaxed. He just kicks it and then it soars. I mean, that ball the rotation on it was incredible. I, I don't understand. I maybe should look up the physics of <laughs> punting because that it's it's mesmerizing. I don't think there's words to describe how talented Jack Shannon is. He he really is. It's it's incredible. It's it's something that makes one of the more perhaps boring parts of football so interesting I to agree. watch if you're a Chargers fan. Roberts the give to Dylan tries the left side. Picks up a couple of yards, found a hole for a second, but it quickly closed, second down. We're now down below three minutes, 30 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. The score remains 28-6. to This Panthers offense has gone stagnant since a score early in the game. Roberts now from the gun. Fakes the give, now a short pass over the middle, grabbed and falling forward right near the first down marker. I think they're going to mark him just a tad short. It's going to set up a third and short. Roberts really got rid of that ball quickly. I mean, Joe Royer was just coming right at him with both of his hands up. Looked like he almost had a chance to get a hand on that ball. A great spot for the Chargers marks the Panthers offense a full yard short. The quick snap, the quick give to Dylan. Tries the right side. Nothing doing at all. A loss of two. Fourth down and three, and the Chargers defense holds. Seeing the Chargers coaches, they're right in the box next to us, clapping and high-fiving each other on that play. That is a huge stop because that defense like we mentioned earlier, does kind of control how that offense plays. So offense hasn't scored since the beginning of this quarter. Maybe this will be the momentum changer to give them a chance to come out and get another drive. Tim Boyd sprints off the field as they go for it on fourth. Roberts short over the middle. He does pick up the fourth down and breaking a tackle down to the 45. Falls forward to 44-yard line. I spoke too soon. I mean, the Chargers were thinking they were going to receive a punt as well. Tim Boyd was on our punt returner. He had to sprint off, just got off the field before the play was snapped. I don't, I don't think the Chargers were expecting it either. That has to be a, probably a terrifying sprint. Like, you are just like, I am trying, like, everything you have to get off the field so you don't hurt your team a little bit more there. Because you know if you don't, that offsides penalty or too many men on the field would have given him a free first down. Roberts over the middle of the field. 
nearly intercepted, but nearly caught as well. In the end, the ball falls incomplete, second down. It was like thrown perfectly in the middle between a Charger <laughs> and a Panther. Neither could get to it. Little race of who could get there first. Benefits us probably more in the long run. <laughs> It does, however, stop the clock for the Panthers, who are now mm. vying for time, down still 22 with a minute 53 remaining here in this third quarter. Another spread formation for Kentucky. He's got Dylan to his left in the gun, two receivers left, two right. Roberts takes the snap, short over the right side, caught by Peters, who stiff arms a man and picks up a first down, still stays in bounds. Somehow it looked like he stepped out. I was going to say, was he not running on the white? (laughs) It really looked like he was, and I think the official agrees. He marks him a couple of yards back all the way to the 44-yard line instead of just past the 40 where where he fell forward. You know, I'm impressed with my vision. that (laughs) Like, that ref's right there, and we're up here, and we can still see. Made the same call. (laughs) We made the same call. We could be the review. Of course. Timeout from the Chargers here. A minute 36, and on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7, we're going to step away for just a moment. Every Saturday morning here on Radio Free Hillsdale and every Sunday night, Hometown Heroes brings you an up-close view of history with people who lived it. No matter how big or how small your hometown might be, there are heroes around you. And if we take the time to listen, our veterans have pretty incredible stories to share. Powerful reminders of the price that's been paid for our freedom. I'm Paul Leffler, hoping you'll join me for Hometown Heroes, Saturday at 9 a.m. or Sunday at 9 p.m. right here on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM talking about that something even bigger happens here in the game. Christian. Interception from Alex Anschutz who just puts the Chargers in perfect position to win this game. There's a lot of time left, but that is huge. The the Panthers were driving and a score there would have kind of kept them in this game. However, starting to put the finishing touches on a big win right now. Yeah, and they were right within, you know, I think you just mentioned this field goal range, which at any point is really what Kentucky needs. And so for Alex to come out here and over and turn the ball, at least give the the offense a chance to run down the clock a little bit is definitely something the Chargers need. Absolutely, and now you're kind of in two-clock mode as you just want to let these numbers get closer and closer to zero on that scoreboard. Up 28-6, 22-point lead the Chargers are sitting on. An eye formation behind Eisen, who's under center. Ten in the box for the Panthers' defense. The toss is to Logan, who tries the left side, and Jack Robinson, rather, finds a hole for a second, but it closes quickly. Gain of a couple. I have nothing nothing really to say besides that was consistent with <laughs> what the Chargers are doing. They really are. A first down run that goes for like two yards has happened so very much in this game. I think all but maybe two yeah. possessions this entire game, all three quarters we've seen so far, it's been first down run, nothing doing, and then a long third down pass. True. It is Foose, however, in the Wildcat who takes it, spinning jump cut all the way up north of the 20. It's going to set up, guess what? (laughs) Third and six. (laughs) Third and six, our favorite. And, you know, we said that both of these teams are maybe more passing teams. We did say Garrett has the 
the ability to pass the ball well. Kentucky being more of the passing team in this game. They have 136 passing yards, us only 83. Not a ton. I mean, we've thrown the ball 17 times. I mean, it. you really wonder why, maybe? Obviously, now you're right. trying to burn some clock, but... Don't you want the, uh, you know, to let your guy go out and sling the ball around a little bit? Foose now takes it, tries the right side, and nothing again. <laughs> you wonder, you kind of just throw your hands up at that play. What? Why do we keep going back to the Wildcat that got us a touchdown from six yards out and then a bunch of gains of three? And I think I would be frustrated a little bit there also as the defense. You know, we just came up with this huge turnover. Why are you kind of wasting the downs there? Yes, you are trying. You Like you said, it's clock chew time, which does make sense, but it still doesn't hurt to maybe try to score again. Absolutely. It would really, obviously, I'm talking about a win as if it's already happened. There's a ton of time left in this game, Correct. especially after a three and out. There's still 13 remaining, just short of that, knocking down below 1245 as Shannon gets ready. He's going to take all of this play clock off before he punts. Takes a couple of seconds. Now a long boot over the right side. High in the air. Wilkerson has to go all the way back to the 25 to receive it. Trying to make men miss. Can't do it. And right where he caught that ball on the 25, he is going to go down. So I figured out what this punt I think is so remarkable about this punt. is just when you think it's it's supposed to come down, it actually continues to rise. It's like it's like a drone and someone has a remote control because that ball, it seems like maybe catches wind and keeps going up. You think that's Shannon with the controls or maybe someone on the side? <laughs> I would like to say it's Shannon. He, he really seems to be doing everything for the Chargers. Even when, you know, we're kind of getting mad at that offense for not doing a yeah. whole lot or, you know, Taking a three and out, all of a sudden you pin the Panthers back inside of their own 25 yard Usually line. you groan when a team punts. You're exactly. like, oh, we're punting. But it's like, oh, yeah, like let's go watch Shannon punt the ball. I get to watch Jack Shannon. <laughs> Avoiding pressure and broken up, nearly intercepted is Roberts' pass. It was. It's another one of those 50-50 balls that was almost caught but almost intercepted. Roberts has thrown, I think, one too many of those. I know, and, and I will be interested to see if they do that again because they kind of are drilling these same passing plays. We did say, I mean, they don't work. Oh, let's just try it again and see if it works this time. And it, the Charger defense, I do think, has caught on to that and knows to anticipate that. It's a fourth down. It's time to empty your pockets. Roberts, uh, fourth quarter rather. Roberts taken down in the backfield. He is swallowed up by the big guys up front for the Chargers. And it just, you know, you cease to be amazed by how good Jack Shannon is. You cease to be amazed by how well this defensive line has played all game long. And now it is third and very long. Matt Gray really playing phenomenal. I haven't mentioned him enough this game. Really playing phenomenal defense. He's consistently putting pressure on the quarterback. I'd be interested to see how many times he did touch him today. Roberts from the gun now. He's got three receivers to his right, one to his left. Dillard is in the backfield to his left, but you have to imagine be a pass here. Probably fourth down territory as well, third and 17. Only three down linemen for the Chargers. Roberts takes a high snap, avoids pressure. Still trying to get out of it in the backfield. Lobs a high pass that falls incomplete. Just three linemen were rushing that play, and they still, two of them were in the backfield unblocked, and Roberts was just doing a magic act to stay on the field as long as he did. That was absolute chaos on the field. I mean, 
brought to you by Kyle Perrin. He grabbed the, it looked like the foot of Roberts. Roberts trying to stay on his feet. Kyle getting back up and chasing him and down. It was like a big game of tag. And an interesting uh, result from the game of tag, which is a punt now from Lackey. <laughs> Woo! You almost want to go, for, obviously you're deep in your own territory. Lackey does indeed punt looping punt that drops to the 45 where it looks like Tim Boyd. It is Tim Boyd who's going to call a fair catch just outside of Panthers territory. And you really want to go for fourth down there if you're Kentucky, but that's maybe not the spot with fourth and way behind your sticks just outside of your own end zone. And it really was, you know, a testament to how good the Chargers played in what was a great opportunity for them. I agree. And even there, uh, Dooley almost getting to the punter which would have been massive. I mean, he's keep he kept pushing until that ball was, I mean, a few seconds in the air. The defense, they just are relentless this game. They really are. And it looks like we hope the offense can do the same thing. Another run on first down. This one hits him, who falls forward for a gain of about four. And just three, rather, it looks like they're going to mark him. Now into Kentucky territory, marches this Chargers offense. And again, two clock time, maybe actually pick up a first down this time, though. Yeah, that would be nice. (laughs) It would just be nice. (laughs) Inside of 11 minutes now, the, the Kentucky's chances of winning this game keep dwindling away. But the Chargers kind of keep giving it back to him. We'll, you know, we'll spot them. They do, yeah. Garrett throwing his towel into the backfield to kind of get rid of it. An end around to Williams, who was swallowed up behind the sticks. And it looks like Otter was kind of taking a half measure there and saying, let's try to throw a wrinkle into the offense, but not really. Let's not pass on second down. Let's just do a different type of run. Let's give it to a wide receiver. We're not going to really pass it to them, but... We're going to give it to a wide receiver. I feel like the wide receivers, they have to be a little bit frustrated, maybe. Garrett's sitting on 17 attempts this game. They're obviously up a lot. It's hard to stay too mad at your coach when you're up 22, but you'd love to open up the offense a little more. That's what they do on third down. Ison avoids pressure. Now he's going to run it himself, and he's tackled. Looked like a hard hit as he fell down. He keeps taking those and just getting right back up the 45-yard line. And on comes Jack Shannon and the punt team for fourth down. I gotta Yay, Jack. Say, hey, Jack. I got to say, <laughs> this one I'm a little more mad about, though. Yes. You got you to stop. Just keep running the ball over and over again. You're putting ice in a very tough situation. You really are. I mean, and Garrett, too that hit it was the defender had him by the ankles he had him down and then he almost like snapped his legs like you would to a blanket when you're trying to like make your bed nice and tight and that's a little aggressive just a little bit (laughs) Ison seemed to be just fine jogging to the sideline though thankfully and Shannon now on to punt I think he's gonna try and take no he doesn't anymore that play clock long kick what was that and a fumble (laughs) kick another mistake by the Panthers, and the Chargers fall on it inside of the 15-yard line. Kentucky keeps throwing this game away right when the Chargers try to give it back to them. But Christian, more importantly, did you what just played over the PA system during Shannon's kick? I have no idea, but it wasn't... (laughs) It wasn't us. It wasn't us. And it was quite loud, and I think maybe that's what we'll go with. Startled. You know what? But if they hadn't made all these receiving errors this this game, I would say, yes, it was probably that chaotic sound that was made as Shannon punted the ball. 
but they've messed up a bunch <laughs> with the receiving, so I can't say that. In motion is Williams to the right side of the formation. Eisen takes the snap, looking long over the left side, a looping pass, Harding! They're going to call that out of bounds. I have to agree. It looked like his right foot landed right on that white. I think the back end, like his heel landed inbounds. His toe did not. Uh, and that's going to be, oh, man. I don't know, Christian. The whole Charger sideline <laughs> disagrees with you. I think every single player threw their hands up to signal a touchdown. I threw my hands up to signal a touchdown. There is that favorite target of Eisen's, uh, Matt Harding. And the, the Chargers bench it was just in disbelief. <laughs> Second down now, under center is Ison. Look what happens when you open up the offense. You get just so about true. a touchdown. And the give to Robinson up the middle. That's Whoa. Logan, rather, who does what he does best, which is fall forward. He did. It looked like he was stopped, and then everybody else stayed behind him, and he, like, shot forward like a catapult, maybe? That's almost what that looked like. He just shoots out of the pack right at the end of that play. And, you know, sets up a much better third down, third and four, for the Chargers who are sitting inside of the 10 at the eight-yard line of Kentucky. Harding coming off the field, trading with Connor Maloney. Maloney to Ison's left, Williams to his right. In the backfield is Logan. Under center is Ison. Takes the snap, the give to Logan, met in the backfield. Another run on third down, and really? nothing doing for him. You saw what Ison could do with his arm. Just about a touchdown. And you have Maloney in there, too. I, I think I would have thrown it. Hey, coach. <laughs> he was he was listening to the broadcast before. Hopefully he will <laughs> again. Regardless, though, it is going to be uh, a Julian Lee kick. I really don't want to jinx it, but, you know, whenever he steps onto the field, you can almost guarantee some points here. Now, he is a very consistent kicker, which uh, is necessary. Snap good, hold good, kick up and also good. good. That is going to put the Chargers up 31 to 6. We're under seven, eight minutes remaining now, 7.47 remaining in the game. That might be, oh, there's Maloney waving goodbye already to Kentucky's <laughs> defense and perhaps the whole squad as that might be, you know, the, the nail in the coffin for him. Obviously, there's a lot of time left, but it gets more and more out of reach for the Panthers. Hey, nothing is impossible. As I say, the word itself says I'm possible. <laughs> but I do think maybe Maloney waving there. I'm sure that there is some talk going down there on the sidelines. Again, the boys mentioned they were a little bit nervous about this game, knowing that the team is a bit of a dirtier team. And maybe there was some chippiness, chippiness and he's saying, I don't got to see you anymore. We, you know, <laughs> Thank goodness. we won this one. But, hey, if the defense continues to play the way that they've been playing, I think you're going to be back out there, Connor, and hopefully he'll make a big play and get to rub it in their face a little bit more. The way we've been doing it, I think we might just keep on running the ball, <laughs> uh, get rid of any more of this clock. Garrett's going to be like, wow, I feel great. My shoulder feels great. I don't need the tape. I barely had to stretch it this game. <laughs> Lee now, after adding that field goal on, is off to kick. The run up, the boot, an end over end one. Caught at the nine-yard line. Secured. <laughs> Not dr- Oh my goodness, what a hit. Met. Oh my goodness, he's still down. He hasn't moved. That is now to Ron Warner, who is still motionless. Oh no. That is never a good hit to the head. I mean, his body is limp. 
not showing any signs of moving. The His Panthers are waving the trainers over right now. Yeah, our own doctor, Dr. Mueller, will head out over he to the sidelines. He literally has not moved at all since taking that hit. He's laying on the 27-yard line just inside of the numbers. You pray he's okay. Yeah. Other Panthers grabbing their head almost in disbelief. Chargers taking a knee now. The coach is not too happy. Yelling to the officials that it was a hit to the helmet. Whether intentional or not, it did look that way. And he still has not moved. Laron Warner, this stadium has gone dead silent. Players are pulling other ones away from the scene as trainers. There is a little bit of movement from that leg. And that's what you need to do. Yeah, he, has, he is moving with that his right leg. You know, this reminds me, I'm a Steelers fan of, of the hit against Ryan Shazier. Bonta's perfect, yeah. Yeah. Oh, can't stand Bonta's perfect. Anyways. But, um, you know, and you do, like I do remember, oh, we're bringing the ambulance onto the field, but uh, Shazier kind of giving a thumbs up to the fans, but we could still see his legs were not moving, so it is. It's good he's moving his legs now, Lerone. Laren Warner, a little bit of twitching movement Looks there like from his legs. Ish. I think they're going to roll him over, put him on a stretcher, and bring him. The ambulance is driven all the way out on the field. It's sitting on the 20-yard line. And very, very little movement. Kentucky's kneeling in a circle, praying. Stunned disbelief from the Chargers here. The stadium has gone dead silent. Even the fans are all sitting down. I think, Christian, while we get him on the ambulance, uh, we'll send you back to a break. We'll come back just here in a moment. Uh, Christian and Reagan on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. And we are back. This is Christian peck alongside Reagan Genschieski on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 in Frank Muddy Water Stadium on the campus of Hillsdale College. Your home Chargers are up 31-6 over the visiting Kentucky and Wesleyan Panthers. More importantly, though, Laren Walker, they took a very long time, made sure his head was immobilized, everything was right before they put him on that stretcher. He's now in the back of the ambulance, and they are about to drive off of the field with him. You pray, of course, that he is okay prayer set on both sidelines to make sure of just that and I think the hard part at this point is how do you get back to playing football there's True. still 740 left in this game and there's that's a, that's a lot of game uh, seven minutes and 40 seconds can go by quite slowly uh, for a football team it's not like there's maybe a remaining two three minutes on the clock the Chargers are going to have a few more possessions here. I do believe it is uh, still Panther ball, so we'll bring out our defense, give the offense maybe a chance to run a little bit on the sidelines and warm back up. But and that's not even maybe the main problem physically, but mentally, you know, it kind of shakes everybody up a little bit when somebody gets hit that hard to go back out there and then have to hit another guy again. How do you stay in that mindset? Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have a tremendous staff, the Chargers do, especially having Dr. Jennings, who's just there really as a leader, um, as a mentor for the guy. So hopefully he did say a couple of words to the team and can keep them in that mindset to be okay and, and stay safe. I'm, I'm shaking up from up here. I don't know what they're going through down on that field. 
Rob, Roberts now the snap, a long throw, caught, gain of about eight yards. And that sets up a second down short here following that injury on the kickoff. And a big first down catch here for the Panthers. Alex Anschutz kind of helping that wide receiver up, which is something we didn't really see before. You know, we did mention this team is dirty. There had been a little bit of some personal foul plays. So maybe something a little bit shifted. Hey, we're still brothers. We're, we're still playing the same game we love. Of course. And pressure in the backfield there. Roberts has to just get rid of it, and he barely does, setting up now a third and short, third and three. We've said it for a while now, but down big. I think the Panthers are in four-down territory just about anywhere on the field, despite, of course, being deep in their own territory. And so you don't really have to pick it up. It's only three yards, but you got two shots at this. Yeah. Been a lot of third downs this game, Christian. I think more than normal for a football team. And we've seen some conversions, which has been really interesting, you know, to actually see the teams be able to make something out of these third third down situations. Roberts takes the snap. He's going to take it himself, and he won't get there. Kendall Tobin at it again. I mean, Kendall is having a phenomenal game. He is just all over that quarterback. He's smothering him. He just can't get away. Those D tackles sometimes have to play a little bit of uh, contain. Where you kind of you're not really rushing the quarterback as much as you're you're making sure you have leverage that if yeah. he's going to run, and there was a hole there for a moment, then Tobin just closed it up real quickly. Jay Roberts nowhere to go. Now fourth down and about a full three yards. He's got Dillard to his left in the gun, two receivers left, two right. This is just about the whole game on the line here with 6:30 remaining, but down big. Takes the high snap, barely able to contain it. Now he's going to run it himself. He does pick it up and slides down, avoiding the hit smartly. And Burton also pulls up from that, seeing him go to the slide. And now on the 40-yard line, play starts or the, the clock starts again as the Panthers get set here for first down. And the Chargers maybe recognized that, that they were going for it a little bit sooner. I saw Boyd and Foose run off the field a little bit quicker than they did last time. Not quite running for their life, as we were saying before. But a Kendall Tobin coming back up with a big stop again. He has been incredible all game long. And really, he just exemplifies the whole D-line. The front four, the front seven, really, have all played incredible in just any run between the tackles, whether it be Dillard or, or Wilkerson, has just found no room to run. I completely agree. Now it's bringing up second down and 11, I believe, is what was just announced. It's a tough situation to be in still. Roberts, a check down over the middle, middle to Dillard, who picks up the first down. He's right along that line at the 50. And he's going to hop right up and first down again. Clock stops as the chains move. The game is just about out of hand, but a, a, you know a quick score here still kind of keeps their hopes alive. Roberts in the gun, the same formation again. Takes the snap, checks, pump fakes. Now he's going to run it himself to the 50, steps out of bounds at the 44-yard line, gain of about six, sets up second down. Clock stopping at five minutes and seven seconds remaining with the Chargers up 31-6. to six. Panthers still controlling the ball and taking some time off the clock. That, that field goal late just a couple of minutes ago from Julian Julian Lee, it feels like forever ago now, really kind of put this game just a little out of reach because it is a four-possession game still sitting at 25 points. 
Roberts from the gun. Two left, two right. Dillard throws a block. Throwing out to the left is Roberts. The catch is made. And stepping out of bounds after a gain of about 11 is David Florence. We've seen just about nothing from him this game so far. I believe that is the first catch for Lawrence this game. And he was the team's second leading receiver going into the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, Panthers, actually, we've seen more, I think, cohesion right here. Can't even say that Roberts right down the sideline, completion, and that, what a big hit from Herzog right at the one-yard line. It looked like he was just going to walk in all on his own. The ruling still is touchdown, diving for it, and getting that quick score, 4-15 remaining here now. 31 to 4 to 12 and do you maybe go for two here because you, you I think had you the, have to you had the extra point blocked earlier and now you kind of got to even it out a little bit I think you really do probably have to go for two here I mean the charger defense kind of just looks stunned on that panther drive we they have been playing so well this game you have to wonder if they are starting to get a little tired uh, but with just four minutes and 15 seconds remaining and with the Panthers going now for two, with thirty-one, it's thirty-one to twelve. You you got to stay strong still for those final four minutes. Gets it off. Roberts throwing over the middle of the field. The catch made, but I believe out of bounds, out of the back of the end zone. He was not able to get his feet down. Florence, who just made an eleven-yard catch, his first on the drive, made another catch there. Wasn't able to stay in bounds, and now four fifteen remaining in the game. The score thirty-one to twelve. You're thinking maybe onside kick here. It looks like Otterbein is talking to his guys, telling them just that. I think I, I think Garrett's not going back in. Garrett has a headset on. He's throwing on the sidelines. It looks like maybe Ross will be taking a few snaps. I think that might be actually a wise move here. He is a senior um, coming up on the end of his career. And you have a, a good lead by the Charger offense that after that big hit on the field, do you want to risk putting uh, your starting quarterback out there? You know what? I don't think so. I think it's just an unnecessary risk. I think you're exactly right, Reagan. And why not get him a couple of good snaps? Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully the Chargers are able to retain possession here. It is lining up like they are going to go for an onside kick. Ugh. Tim Boyd, the only receiver or the only return man outside of uh, you know the 45 to 45 yard line here for the Chargers. Ten players spread wide in two lines across the middle of the field. And we, we've said it a lot this game, but this is really going to slam the door if you give the, the Chargers back the ball here. Off to kick it, Chris Mangold. A righty, it looks like he's going to try to kick left. He's lined up directly over that ball about six yards back. The kick is high and deep. Not really an onside kick and just knocked out of bounds. Perhaps a smart play from Maloney to make sure he doesn't, you know, the ball doesn't hit his hands and fly back in field. Yeah. He just punched that thing like a boxer way back onto the track. That didn't even make much sense. That Like, they lined up for an onside kick, but then it was high, and it was quite obviously going to the Chargers. I, I think the idea is try to make, you know, make somebody miss, make somebody try to make that over the over-the-shoulder catch and make a mistake. Obviously, Maloney, wise in his years, made no mistake. Ross now under center. The give long back to Robinson, and he busts one open up the middle. That's not... Who is that? That is not Boyd. Jack Robinson. That is 
Is number, it or is that a 33? That is number 33. Who? Jake uh, Umholtz. Jake Umholtz, a big run there on first down. Wow. And picks up the first Chargers first down, perhaps of this fourth quarter, the mm-hmm. first one we've seen in certainly a long time. And timely as ever, because we are now under four minutes remaining. Ross now is in the gun. One receiver left, one right. The give again and pushing over the middle to gain about four yards. A huge hit that he just sustained there. I mean, I could hear again the collision from here, and we have another Panther down. Looked like it was the guy who did hit Jake. Again, I, I heard that clash from here. Grabbing, it looks like that right hip area, quick to come off the field are the Chargers, and onto the field are the athletic trainers for the Panthers. And quickly up and onto his feet is Armin Childs, the free safety for the Panthers. And it looks like he's moving under his own free will, though he's not moving that left arm. He's kind of keeping it close to his side. On comes the Chargers again, this time second and six. Ross in the gun. Ross Feldposh in the gun now. Now he moves to under center. Motion on the right side of the formation. One receiver right, one left takes the snap. The give to the eye man who breaks it open over the middle. He's going to be just short of that first down by about a yard and a half, depending on the spot here. And we take closer and closer to a Chargers win. We are now sitting at three minutes remaining in this game. The score is still 31 to 12. I don't want to speak too soon here, but this is a big win for <laughs> the Chargers is. who are still keeping those slim, their hopes alive for a GMAC title run. It would be quite remarkable, maybe on par for how this season has been going if the Chargers were able to come out champions of the GMAC, especially after suffering a big loss to Ashland. And squeezing through the middle for a first down. Unless Kentucky starts taking their timeouts, that just might do it. We've got two minutes 30 remaining in the game. Of course, a huge lead for the Chargers, and the sticks are moving for Hillsdale College. You know what I think is crazy? Every member of the O-line wears two knee braces. I wonder, like, (laughs) oh, we've all torn something in our knee, both knees, or is that just to be safe? Preventative, maybe? That's the biggest injury for linemen is people rolling up on the back of them. Right. You know, those knees and those ankles. Uh, So maybe just a preventative measure for them. You hope (laughs) all of them haven't torn something in both of their knees. Yeah, the, I mean, the, the chances of that are pretty rare. I should probably have thought that through a little bit more before I said that. But um, it is interesting, and it's always just on our team. I don't see many other teams doing that. Hey, we're just better, you know? Yeah. Just, it's, the, it's the Hillsdale way. We're just that good. And we're now sitting at 90 seconds remaining in this game as it continues to tick. Ross is under center. Not many more snaps remaining. Takes it a toss to the right side, cutting it back upfield and picks up about six yards. He's going to be just short of that first down again. 
Third down and one. 70 seconds remaining here in this game. 70 seconds. Good math, Christian. I know. Thank you. Thank you. I, um, What's your major? Not quite math. History is about the farthest thing you can get from it. <clears throat> mm, I don't know. I'm rhetoric and public address, and it's literally all words. Like, I, I had to do a math problem on my physics homework, and I was, like, just staring at it. And I was like, I literally have no idea what to do. And it was something I could have done four years ago. It was not that long ago. It was just in high school. It's that liberal arts education. <laughs> I look behind Ross. This might be the last snap of the game. He's going to take it himself and easily pick up that first down and much more. <clears throat> and that is going to do it. We've got 30 seconds remaining, but the team in gray does not have to snap this ball ever again. Lucas is on the sidelines with Dr. Jenning. If that doesn't, you know, signal a wrap-up for this yes. game and a Chargers win, I don't know what does. Lucas is like, that's a W. I know it's W because I get to be on the field. Dr. Jennings' dog, Lucas, is in his uniform down on that field as the Chargers and the Panthers meet at midfield over that H, celebrating a 31-12 win, another big GMAC win, the fourth of the season for the Chargers. Here in Frank Muddy Waters Stadium, the score is 31-12. And that's where it's going to stay a huge win for the home team. Incredible. I, I, everything about this game kind of blew me away. Uh, the Chargers did exactly what they had to do, Christian. And if you couldn't ask for anything better on this Saturday. Absolutely. And we are going to leave you now. Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. This has been Christian Peck Dimmitt alongside Reagan Genshieski calling Hillsdale Chargers football. You've been listening to Hillsdale Charger Sports on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Now back to our regular programming already in progress.